I'm Tony Craig. I play Jack Huey on Do South. I am Catherine Bruyer. Hey, everyone. This is Ramona Milano, otherwise known as Francesca Vecchio. This is Paul Haggis, and you're listening to Do South by Southeast. I wish this podcast would carry me away but while talking to Squeak and Michelle get a word in edgeways Rickled over a bottle of rum on a dock of Southampton Bay To South That is what we're talking about To South Saddle up my microphone Get deep in Baker To South By South Hello and welcome to Due South by Southeast. I'm Detective Squee. With me as always is... Mountie Michelle. Who already has spilled a drink before we've even got through the credits. That's how like prepared and just, just professional as always that we are. I start as I mean to go on. It's not going to get any exactly. more professional than this. I'm trying to share this to, to the other Due South groups, but... Uh, so far, it's being a bit pesky. Mm. So if so you could got, just talk to yeah, the well, people, Yeah, we, we have three watchers already. So say hello. Ooh. Hello. My hand is like disappearing. I'm like almost yeah. part of the flag behind us here. Well, I, I thought we'd we'd go for a little bit of a background this time. Yeah. And, um, you know, perhaps Willow might jump up on the camera randomly. Oh, yeah, that's that's also <laughs> who's with us. we got Willow here, uh, Dottie on assignment with her mummy, mm. as she sometimes is. So uh, we basically... Here's the sitch, guys. A couple of weeks ago, we did an episode. Apparently, it was uh, skipping out. I'm going to be putting that up on the podcast feed tomorrow. And then we're going to do this special episode, which has got two episodes, two episodes of Due South and a record for Whoa. this podcast. We usually give Due South its juice one episode at a time. We're giving it two episodes at a time this time, if my fingers don't disappear in the background. They might, yeah. We are spoiling people. We're spoiling you, but we surprise attack mm. you. We didn't plan like exactly when, because to be frank... Between uh, <laughs> Michelle, like, working crazy hours as a nurse and just various other things with me, it's been a bit of a nightmare trying to schedule this in. But we wanted to get to the end of Series 2. So this last two episodes of Season 2, sorry, I should say, because it's a American-Canadian joint. Um, we call them Series over here. But, um, yeah, because for Squee Fest, which is coming up soon, I'll talk to, to you about that in a minute. This year, we're going to do the first episode of Series 3. So we're going to be straight in with uh, Ray Kowalski. Yes. Uh, Stanley, if you will. So yeah, this will these were the last couple of episodes we just watched. Uh, well, you know, the last main episodes with uh, with the Ray as we know it, uh, and he he just cameos in two episodes now. Yeah. After this, I know we were a little bit sad, kind of watching the last episode, was. weren't we? I mean, you know, um, not to sort of jump the gun, but it's like on the second episode, mm. it's the last episode of the first two series, and they do a clip show, which usually is quite awful on the show, but it was just really fun to revisit these moments, and they pick the greatest iconic moments. Uh, the excuse for it was a bit batshit, but uh, pardon my language. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, yeah but it, I mean, it was, it was a fun time. To we watch. enjoyed it. We did enjoy we did. it. 
Uh, and I think Due South can get away with, because of its natural tongue-in-cheek sense of humour, I can get away with a bit more silliness than other shows. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was absolutely wonderful. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about two episodes, but I mentioned Squeefest there. So, Michelle, coming up on the 10th and 11th of September, that's just a few weeks away, yes. we've got Squeefest the 4th. So our fourth time doing Squeefest, uh, due south by southeast, of course, we'll be there. We'll be covering uh, Burning Down the House, as I mentioned before. And uh, hopefully, look, I, I can't say who it is, but if it comes through, I might have a very special mm. guest from the due south world. Might not, might all fall through, so I'm not going to say who it is, but um, just fingers yeah. crossed, users out there. Please do drop your comments throughout this uh, broadcast, because that's the pleasure of going live. Um, so yeah, if you just have to give StreamYard permissions, because we're back on StreamYard, hence the uh, old credit theme, which doesn't have, uh, I think it's Paul Gross and David Marciano, which I'm missing from that one. Mm. Uh, so I'll, I'll get the new one put up, uh, ready for um, for Screefest. But yeah, I've also just announced uh, Ian McNeese, the amazing actor who was Churchill in Doctor Who, as well as being a, a cast regular on Doc Martin. Uh, he's just been on everything that you've loved over the last God knows how many years. He was just recently made a cameo in the sandman um, i love the sandman oh so good uh, yeah, I, yeah i've oh, seen it i have seen oh, it wow i wasn't even gonna ask Impressed. i didn't even think to ask <laughs> yeah well you, i live with gary have gary you watched the, the extra man. episode they just dropped no there's <gasps> a bonus episode and it's partly in animation Ooh, partly okay. in live action okay it's got, no i need to watch that it, it's basically in the comics there were these like they've done a very good job of picking out the stories which go in a longer story but this episode has just got two of the smaller stories, which just stand alone. Gary, um, you're probably not watching that, though, but Gary, horrible. we need to watch it. Yes, yes, please do. Um, yeah, check that out. Mm -hmm. And I would also just recommend, just randomly, because we're talking about TV, Hulk Attorney at Law. Very fun. Sorry, if you're watching Sandman now, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you draw no. the line. Well, that was it, obviously. In the, I drew the, <laughs> drew the line in the sand. And you did also watch some of the... Um, some of the Marvel films now. So, you know, you yes, might watch Hulk, I've... She Hulk, come feminist. I'm watching them in the order that they were filmed, and I need to watch The Avengers now. I've just watched Captain America. Okay, so you're nearly up I've... to date. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little way to go yet. But it's another about I'm, 10 years to go. I'm slowly, slowly working my way through them. There's just been too much for us to watch recently, but I will get back to them. Nice. Um, so, yeah, Squeefest. So, we've also got uh, good folks at Retrek. How did I ever get a podcast which I feature on? <laughs> But yeah, that's coming up as well. We've got um, NetHeads has been announced, which is a wonderful pop culture and tech review show, um, which is always a good time with me uh, join, joining Will Wilkinson. He's the regular host of that. Uh, it's just going to be a great time. We're going to be announcing more guests tomorrow and in the upcoming weeks. Michelle and I have talked and we might even uh, just time allowing. We want to make sure we at least got to the end of season two of G South, but we might do a movie as a, you know, one of the Paul Gross movies or something with David Marciano in it, but certainly one of their projects as a little. I um, think that, yeah, um, that would be oh, so fun. We never to did do. the second part of the hockey thing. I know you weren't there when we did the first part. That hockey documentary. No. That'd be a fun one to do. Like you'd have to catch up with the first yeah, five watch... episodes. Okay. But to be honest, we could just watch them all and just just do a a, a whole thing, like you know, if anyone yeah. who caught the last time, yeah, it's going to be different because it's me and Michelle talking about it, which we didn't do last time. So uh, maybe we could just record. Let's talk it like it's ten episodes, but it is a really fascinating watch. I'd highly recommend go. it. Yeah, recommend it. Recommend it. So probably have to uh, watch that one separately, then get together in uh, New Zealand, maybe. We'll have to change time. the flag. <laughs> yeah. No. 
God, if I'd had that lined up, if I'd had all the flags of the world, that would be yeah. so great. But I don't because, you know, we're not that professional. Um, so that's about Screwfest. So please do join us. It's a UK time, 2 p.m. till 2 p.m. Please check your local time zones, 10th to the 11th of September. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a great time as always. I've got so many great guests to announce, uh, some which I'm still trying to book at the moment, including that very special hopeful due south uh, guest that we might have coming up. So, um, yeah. But that's you. So how, how have you been, Michelle? How's everything with you? Well, you know, I've just had a week off work, so I'm actually okay at the moment. I mean, Although... you know, it's not like you NHS nurses do a lot anyway. It's not like <laughs> well, it's a busy you know time. I, I had a week off work, and then this week was my first week back. I've done two extra shifts already, so I feel like I haven't had any time off at all. I'm straight back to being tired. Oh, <laughs> and I should say, of course, uh, the NHS just reminded me last time, um, not last week first, but one of them was for the NHS. Yeah. And uh, this time it's for Shelter, which is the wonderful uh, charity which helps people who are homeless and also helps people at risk of becoming homeless to keep a roof over their head, a basic human right, which it should be. Uh, so, uh, and, you know, how much more needed could it be than at this time uh, when we're in, all in financial hardships? Uh, and as I always say, please do donate whatever you can. Uh, you can actually donate now. Um, sorry, I'll drop a link in a second, but it's uh, justgiving.com uh, slash shelter squee uh which you're not sheltering me but it's just you know just a pithy name so i'm gonna copy that into the notes now so sorry if i'm giving uh, a weird eyeline so i'm just putting this in the comments so if you can afford to donate you can donate now and anytime leading up to on the day and after the day um but obviously we do understand some people aren't able to some people are experiencing the same hardships which we're actually trying to make a resolution for uh not resolution for but we're trying to help out with uh, through shelter so if you're in that position please just have a fun day enjoy it uh you know you deserve a bit of a break in these tough times mm. if you can though please donate whatever you can but i don't want anyone to feel guilty watching because you know they're not in a position to be able to uh to donate so anyway um oh apparently it's just for some reason the comment has only gone to uh to uh, youtube uh which i'm trying to work out why uh sorry yeah talk amongst yourselves talk amongst, yeah <laughs> talk in the comments um well you talk well, I, say well, something to the good people what do i have to talk about i feel i, like I, I do know like do you sound i don't know I, well i feel like i want to apologize for looking like a small child sitting here but that's, that's how on, you always look i am on a booster seat but i still look tiny Again, I think your height is the reason for that. I was thinking that maybe I should have just stood up. You sit down and I stand up. Maybe we would look the same height. So annoying because I've done this. Okay, look. Um, actually, I'll put it as a little banner. Sorry, I can't get it to you. Uh, and maybe I'll uh, I'll put it up a bit later as well in the comments. So uh, if I just show you. So it's justgiving.com. You don't need the fundraising bit in the middle, but you can if you you fancy it so justgiving.com slash shelter squee and that'll take you there again uh, we haven't got any donations yet so you can be the first as well and be if it's first. done during this broadcast i will give you a shout out as well um which if you make a comment i'll give you a shout out you know it's really quite easy to get a shout out from us uh speaking of which michelle yes i think we're coming up to one of our Ooh. natural features um just one second if i can find the right we jingle. get there eventually you know i mean over the years, you know, we've become so much more professional and polished with our um, podcast, and I, I'm sure that it's very noticeable to everyone that's been following. You, you say us. as I put my microphone to the <laughs> iPad to play the jingle because I haven't remembered to upload it on here yet. 
It's Mini Mounty Club. Yay, just in case hey. you didn't hear it. Mini Mounty Club. Oh, yeah, I did not get that up. Feature which everyone loves, uh, as the bishop said to the actor. <laughs> actress. Well, it might well, be an actor. Could, could be a, modern, modern, modern times. times. We call everyone an actor anyway. So yes. You know. Get off my true. case, Michelle. No. Uh, so which which mini monsters have you got, Michelle? I can only imagine oh. you've, you've gathered loads in the time. Like we've had weeks since we recorded last. You know I haven't. No, I know you I haven't. haven't. So I've got two. Um, it is my good bunny Simon Attrill. Woo! Hello, Simon, Simon Attrill. Welcome, Welcome to, to Mini Mounty Club. A. Eh? I am just going to grab one of your pens because I didn't bring a pen up. She said pens. But now I'm the amateur over here. I mean, usually. Usually, <laughs> yes. Is that over here or down here? <laughs> so I had to adjust the camera down. It's surprised you can see my forehead. I had to adjust it so much. So Simon, you're at number hundred and twenty-seven. Simon, Simon, and it's his surname is A T T R I L L. My friends of of many years who I've recently just uh, met up with again and you know started hanging. It's been a good time. Cool. And my brand new friend, which I literally made last night. It's Carrie Ann, Carrie slash Ann, A-N-N. Yeah. Fandango. Ooh, I like I, that. I, do, I don't know if that's a real surname, but we're going to go with it. If it's not, I'm going to be very disappointed. I, I, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Carrie, if you're watching, let us know. Is that your real name? It should be. It should be, definitely. And you're 127 on our Minnie Mountie list. Although I'm sure you're not that old. Um, so, yeah, so what's so, uh, Simon's 126? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh no, he's 127. She's oh yeah, yeah, she's 120. Oh, oh Jesus my. Christ! Okay. Like I said, it's been a long week. I've done extra shifts. I'm tired. I'm just gonna send Simon. Uh, uh, both of them like their numbers. Yeah, let them know the part of the Mini Mountie Club, and you know, as everyone I mean, knows, I, there's I, a lot I, involved. Hey, in hey, Mini hey! Mountie. I already let them know they were becoming a Mini Mountie. You, you don't just spring that on someone. No, I wouldn't. Mini. Why can't I spell mini? So M I N N I E. No, just M I N I. M I N I. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh. Of course, I would. I'm a mini Mountie, so I would know that. Did we actually put your name Number. down as a mini Mountie when we started this? We must. Have. Uh, we already. We always Did said we must have start... that We don't go in there because we're the hosts. Oh. So it's like you know, the hosts of the kids show don't do it. Like maybe on the last yeah. episode we'll chuck <gasps> ourselves on the list. We could, couldn't we? That very last day we could yeah. add ourselves as many. When we do the last episode of Due South. Maybe then, yeah. And we have to consider we, we need to do something after this. I was gonna say maybe on that last episode will be the day we don a Mountie hat. <laughs> Well, I'm still determined to do that. We're going to yes. do one episode at some point where we're, we're going to be both we're going to dressed be, as Mounties. I want us to be fully dressed as Mounties. Oh, fully dressed. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, so that's the mini Mountie numbers <laughs> sent out to them. Oh, God. I, I mean, And every time I explain this feature, it's like, yeah, I mean, on the first episode, it seemed like a good idea and it's just <laughs> still going. Yeah, um, why not? Yeah. So our next little feature, Michelle. Yes. Give me a second. I'm going to turn off the volume. I'm sorry. The suspense. Michelle, eh? What rum we're drinking? We've actually got two on the go. Because we're that much of boozers. Yeah. That much of boozers? No, I sentence in there somewhere. So uh, our old faithful, of course, Captain Morgan. Yeah. Always a nice staple. 
Salute the captain. Salute the captain. And uh, another revisit of a rum. Yeah, they're both revisits today. Oh, I'm not going to get this in very it, well, it, it is Kraken, Ooh, if you put it against you can... yourself. Oh, it? That's better. There you go. Yeah. So we got the with the classic bottle design. I love that I, bottle Yeah, design. you can't not like the bottle. It is pretty damn special. So um, that is the mini Mounties. That is what run we're drinking. I think that's everything we do before the episode, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I think we just crack on after I think this. we need a jingle for going into the episode. <laughs> if anyone's creative out there who's watching, yeah. send some jingle. Because, you know. We'll have a jingle. Because I haven't got time to. I've got a bloody 24-hour broadcast to do for Christ. Oh, yeah. I, did, I don't think I actually mentioned, for anyone who doesn't know what Screenfest is, it's a 24-hour video broadcast. Me going throughout the 24 hours and different uh, guests or podcasts joining me throughout uh, for hour-long slots. So um, I think it's 10 o'clock PST for the Due South slot. Yes, that's what we, yeah, we agree, well, we, we agree to, 10 yeah. because, yeah. Because I was trying to get a time when you could do that was still free. So, yeah, so it's 10 o'clock. Uh, are you going to come around here? That might be the easiest way to do it, I think. Yeah, 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 cool. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have my secretary show you. <laughs> Is that Willow? But it might be easiest if you, we'll sort out anyway. Yeah. It might be a case of either you letting yourself in or getting here a bit earlier. Because, anyway, that's 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 something we can we'll talk about. We'll yes. We can sign out later. But it's going to be amazing. Screefest, we're going to raise loads of money for shelter. So, um, yeah, please get donating. Just just one last time, I'm going to just put the little banner up. It's justgiving.com slash sheltersquee. S-H-E-L-T-E-R-S-Q-U-E-E. You can put the fundraising bit in the middle, but you don't need to. Okay, so, Michelle, which episodes we're talking about tonight? So we're starting the first... Episodes! Like, yeah. plural, too. This makes up for the time when we got so drunk that we recorded it over the space of two episodes because we ranted for so long. Yeah, we're not going to do that again. We've literally um, got so drunk we've fallen asleep <laughs> on this podcast for each of us. Intent, not both of us at the same time, thankfully. Because <laughs> we're professional. So go. The Duel. That's the first one we're starting with. Um... It was, a, it was a really, really good episode. We loved watching this, didn't we? It was great. It, it's, I mean, in fact, both of these, The Jewel, that was last oh, time. No, no, no. <laughs> you got the wrong episode. Because, <laughs> again, professional. Uh, we should not drink before we start these, I think. Yeah. I'm just loving being on camera at the moment. So I've been doing intermittent uh, fasting. Here he goes. So uh, it's 44 hour fasts I do. And usually I end up sort of going a bit over, say, 44 and a half, 45 hours. And then I have, like, so I fast essentially for a couple of days, have a regular meal in the middle, and then go for another 44 hours, and then eat normally for the rest of the week. And it's just pouring the way off. And, I mean, you've got to do it sensibly. You've got to drink water. You've got to make sure you've got no pre-existing health conditions, which would make it unsafe. Please do consult a doctor or, you know, do proper research, at least before you uh, do anything like this. But um, yeah, really great way to, to lose weight. If I'm you're imagining about it. by the time you do Squeefest, we'll be, barely be able to see you on the camera. Well, I've got to admit, there was two things motivating me. One was going live for 24 hours, <laughs> which is a pretty strong motivator not to look like a blighter on camera. I just started doing interviews recently and going, oh, for Christ's sake, you fat bastard. <laughs> just, oh, what the, f oh, jeez. And you're interviewing the great and the good, who are all in amazing shape, and you go, oh, Jesus, what, what happened to you? Lockdown happened is what happened. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm just murmuring into the mic right now. Anyway, 
So, um, so yeah. should we start, try again with which episode we were watching? Yes, yes, Michelle. Because <laughs> I know what we've just watched. I think we're going to be even less ruly than usual for some reason I tonight. I can't imagine why you think that. <laughs> uh, red, white, or blue. That was the actual... Red, white, or blue. Or blue. Yeah. That was the actual name of the episode. And it was quite funny because you got a straight-up flashback episode, which mm. finished off the series. But this was kind of a flashback episode slash sequel to the episode... Yes. Um, oh, God, I'm going to... All the Queen's Horses. Which I was is so one confused of the at the episode. beginning. God, yeah. They said, because Michelle, look, for, for good reason, Michelle makes the notes. And like, even I am so rude just to go, yeah, Michelle, make a note of that. Make a note. Yeah, because yeah, I'm too lazy to write myself. Plus dyslexic. So I, I genuinely do hate writing. So Michelle's very lovely by doing that. So she looks down and doesn't like quite hear where they go. Previously on Due South. So they just start showing all these clips of the, that episode. She's going, you sure we haven't seen this before? It's like. Did you just think this was a really truncated episode? They'd edited it so badly for TV and somehow accidentally <laughs> put that version on the Blu-ray. I thought I'd missed it coming up in this episode and then they show like pretty much everything that happens in the episode. But yeah, I'm sitting there thinking, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yes, you, yes, you have, because yeah, it's the recap. Yes, it wasn't that one. Uh, <laughs> it was oh. hilarious. Uh, so yeah, so then we do get into the episode and it's just, uh, it, it's just one of those really fun ones. I, I, I mean, I think... Fun. It's as good as the episode in different ways. It's not quite as... It's like it doesn't go as deep into the um, lore of the characters. It doesn't do so many things that, you know, like like Thatcher and, and Benton yeah. kissing was such a landmark moment. It doesn't do anything like that, but it just yeah. has fun, this episode. And it feels like a natural sequel to the other one. If anything, it's mm. kind of weird it wasn't shown a bit close to the time because you've even yeah. got a bit where the press is suddenly hounding Benny. It's like, well, why now? Why not at the time? But you pointed out there was a trial happening. Yeah. So, but you would have thought some of the fuss would have happened at the time. With anyway, that, yeah. That's so the um, person that had tried to, um, I think it was nuclear bombs or something, wasn't it? They were trying to use to blow up these trains and everything. And yeah, so his trial was coming up, and they show him in his prison cell, and he's dreaming. And he's dreaming about Mounties. I mean, we've all been there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> Not in prison, but you know. I mean, Thatcher in my case, but you know, that's just <laughs> yeah. Me. You got you got a circle of Thatchers around you, but you know, I'm, I'm sure the rest of us. Um... I mean, I will now. I, I didn't previously. <laughs> well, actually, it's, it's Thatcher. It's uh, <laughs> Rona Milano, <laughs> Catherine Bruyere, <laughs> all in the Mountie <laughs> uniform. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've all given a get. Actually, uh, um. God, I'm going to forget a character name. Francesca is is in mm. her civilian aid outfit because you know okay. that, that quite suits her. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So he's dreaming. Yeah. So he's in prison and he's facing his trial, just dreaming about Mounties. Yes. And then he he wakes up and he's being told he's got a visitor. Yep. And yep. it was his brother. It's his brother. Oh, I love this. It's an amazing just, scene. It's when he talks him through like stuff in code to do with what the family are up to and where they are and you get to see where they are and everything and uh, I just thought it would be hilarious at the end of it if the guy goes like anyway enough catching up by the family what about getting me out of here did you not just listen what's it, I, it was in code for great oh jeez that would have been great but they instead went for him understanding the code but it was quite funny though, wasn't <laughs> it? it was hilarious I just yeah I love when they flashed to it and this guy the original the original uh, criminal guy who's playing Buzz. It's just so much fun. He, he just, yeah, he has so much fun doing it. it it's amazing. You can he's tell just he's enjoying it so much. Uh, and the other guy gets to be the straight guy. It's a very good double act they do um, in this episode, which I seem to remember him being more serious in the first episode. Mm. So it was nice little switcheroony. My favorite line that was in the bit, the conversation between the two brothers, where they're clearly talking in code, 
um, was the brother says to the the guy. Um, I wrote his name down somewhere. I forgot what his name was. Ran was it Randall or something? Randall is one of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so he says to Randall, um, "Remember the games we used to play in Uncle's mortuary?" Yeah. And it's you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know they're talking in code, but the, the guard that's behind them, what is he thinking? Yeah. Was that the that, that's saying? the only thing they were missing was the guard going, yeah, if they had that <laughs> Just leaning his head around the door every Could now you would day. definitely judge if you heard someone say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we're in South to have that, like the guard is going, what, and you? The mortuary? Anyway, it sounded so creepy. I would certainly throw him off, but yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it was great, and... Then they start talking about you know when we just hid in the coffin, wait for people to go past and go boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're talking about um, I think it was the dad. I think they were saying um, it had been given visions by God, and this vision was a vision of Satan. And he's like, oh, and who would you know what was this vision of Satan? Something like this. He said, and he shows it's a man. Yeah, so he put he <laughs> holds up two pictures, and he goes, well, you know, the devil has two faces, and shows a picture of Ray and a picture of Benny. <laughs> yes, I mean, so if the guard didn't know what he was talking about before, <laughs> he's like holding up these pictures of the two cops that um busted him. Oh. So I am listening to you. I'm just checking to see if yeah, we got yeah, any comments says, he says on he's the. Listening. Just in case we get any comments some. on where I shared the, when you share the video, you don't see the comments on here, so you've got to look okay. where you shared it. So I'm just okay. keeping it up in case anyone comments, because we missed them last time. Okay. We miss you now. Make some comments. Yeah, Say hi. Yeah, we like it when there's we get least, the comments. I mean, there's only two of you watching right now, but we surprise us on you. Hopefully, you'll watch again later if you're not watching live. And if you're watching later, so. drop us a comment. It's just nice to hear from you. We love you. There you go. I said it. Yeah. All right. Go on. Thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so this is. I didn't it, say you, but it was, yeah, yeah, it was you're, after you're not this, too bad. It was after this scene that you see all the press like wanting to talk to, to Benny. Yep. And. No, I think he was being was he being trained? He was in office with Thatcher and a woman, and I think he was being trained of what how to speak to the press or yes, something. Uh, oh, and just, it was so funny. I, I love the fact that he hates the press so yeah, much. He doesn't really and Ray is so wanting it <laughs> and making yeah. Benny feel bad for the press he doesn't want. Yeah. And you've got the uh, other Mountie. I if does anyone know the answer to this actually? Uh you know, hive mind out there. If we don't get an answer now, please as I say, if you know the answer to put it in later. But um, does anyone know why it wasn't Turnbull? Because it seems like this was written for Turnbull. I'm guessing um, the actor who plays him, whose name escapes me right now, was busy filming something else. Because the other Mountie who came through and forgot the sweetener, which he was just berating himself, going, it's, it's like he was giving a press conference. He went through the press to deliver their coffee on the way through. I was going, did he? Did you say anything to him? It's like I forgot the sweetener, guys. Come on, this is an emergency. <laughs> I forgot the sweetener, and it was so Turnbull-esque. I've got to believe so that good, was originally yeah. written for Turnbull, and he wasn't available. So if anyone, but this guy why, though that um played this um his name is Cooper. He was yeah. great. Absolutely loved him. Oh, Even... brilliant! Yeah, the guy plays at a blinder, but it's it's just so Turnbull esque. Yeah. It's got to have been written for him. That was so funny. Um, yeah, but I liked it when they were like, you know, trying to get Benny to like talk. You know, when they ask you this, how are you going to kind of answer, kind of thing? They were like, you know, you've just saved um, these people from nuclear disaster. How would you feel? And he's like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just another Cut. day, <laughs> just another day in the office. You know. And then when he does start thinking back to it, and he goes. And then we're on top of the uh, train. We're stood so close to each other. It's yeah, like, yeah. no, Benny. But, yeah, you know, that show's just like, stop. Constable. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but then they had a fun little conversation about it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely still playing on her mind. Oh, I think it's playing on both their minds, and yes. not just their minds. What? Oh, too, too oh, far. Yeah, because yeah, they're not enjoying it at all. Too far. Just saying. Sweet. Um, oh yeah, then we see Ray. Um, he's kind of walking through the press, and they. Um, it's a bit where yeah. he gets pissed off. It was. It was quite funny though. <laughs> I wrote down what he said. There was so much sexism in this episode. <laughs> there were. I mean, some, with Ray. some of which were just purposely called out. Other which is just of the time, essentially. Yeah. So what's Ray saying? Ray, uh, yeah, I wrote down what he said. Um, so, you know, they were like, who were you? You know, were you there? Oh, no, they, they were like, oh, you were the cop that was on the train. And he, and he said, I wasn't just the, um, I wasn't just on the train. I stopped the train, baby. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> Nothing more cheese than like, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> I mean, oh, geez, it just reminds me very sadly enough of when, um, lest we forget, still our current prime minister, Boris Johnson, Last thing he said in the end of his speech was "Hasta la vista, baby." Yeah, because whenever I look at Boris Johnson, I always think Terminator fodder just there. I mean, I can't tell him and Schwarzenegger apart. Uh, who can? Uh, I'm just, sure even Carrie uh, can't. It was just, just no, just no. Yeah, so Ray ends up really jealous because then this woman, she was like, "Oh, I'm so not interested that you were on the train." She was, you know, she all she wants to talk about is the Mountie. So he gets so jealous and then he doesn't want to talk to Benny, does he? Yeah, he gets really <laughs> pissy at Benny. Really pissy with him. They're driving it's in the car nice. and Benny's like, you're not talking to me, are you? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, so you're not going to say anything apart from confirming that you're not talking to me? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> but then there was this amazing scene. So they kind of go back to their own apartments. Oh, I love this scene. I, was oh. this, it was amazing. It started off that they're kind of cutting between the two. And I think it was... They're showing Benny talking, and then Ray. They cut to Ray, and he kind of like finishes off the sentence. So they're Benny both in their started. own flat, and they're talking yeah. to themselves. Talking to themselves, and then they sort of like each set up an imaginary a chair for their imaginary counterpart. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just so well done. It's um, it's one of those ones where it's like this. A lot of the episodes I don't remember because it's been so long since I watched them, which has been the pleasure of rewatching them. Yeah. I purposely never watched ahead because I want to be kind of surprised by a lot of the stuff. But the bits which. I do like like that's always stuck in my head that conversation and I well I say that but I've forgotten it until they start doing it. I'll go oh my god it's this scene that's where this slots in because I can remember broad strokes of most episodes but like you know there's scenes like this I don't remember which episode it was in so it was just lovely for that one to come up and I think just flawlessly cut together that is believable that they're talking to themselves in their flat but it yeah. works as a two-person scene it's like they're working through their frustrations with each other. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's they can't so say it to, well them, to, yeah. to themselves. <laughs> it's the thing that men, you know, men aren't very good at kind of talking about their feelings, are they? No. Historically. And, you know, this is like their kind of way of like talking through like the problems that they're having with each other. And it was, yeah, it was filmed so well. And then there was this great bit where they both get a knock on the door and they both go and open the door. And it's like what you for a moment think is the other person and I think they get punched don't they and get knocked out yes yeah, yeah. oh and they've got the um mission impossible yeah, stuff like the, the face master <laughs> which they look flawlessly the person yes which of course prosthetics are just aren't that good it's just like especially not in the 90s and just oh it was just it was so yeah, much fun like, rip the face off oh I love it uh hey, hey. 
Cool. Good evening. I've only just joined you. Uh, as just had a lovely bubbly bath. Nice. A bubble bath. Bubble oh, bath. very nice. Uh, we don't know who bath. you are, though. Uh, you need to give permissions to StreamYard for when you make a comment so it can tell us who you are. And it, it, it is perfectly safe to do. Loads of people have done it. We've, we've broadcast using StreamYard several times before. I mean, I understand if people don't want to do it. Just to let you know people have, and it is safe. It doesn't sell off your details anywhere else. Yeah, but welcome, and hope you enjoyed your bubble bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tell mean. us all about it. Yeah. Well, or don't, because that's weird. <laughs> I, I, I got wet and bubbly. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, I told you it's going to be one of those episodes. Uh, is it Sarah Kirk? Who might have... Oh, yeah. You called it the gonna... Mission Impossible. Yeah. It's Sarah Kirk. I've just looked at oh, on Hi, Sarah. Phone. Hi, Sarah. Hope you had a nice bath. Well, so then they've both been um, tied up. Was Benny tied up as well? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, Benny was so. sitting on a chair tied up. Yeah, yeah, and that was just for fun. Yeah, yeah. Then, <laughs> we didn't know where Ray was to start with, did we? They're, they're talking to Benny, and they were they were talking about um, when he fell down a bear trap. Oh, this was so lovely because uh, they used the clip from the credits mm. where he his foot slips into the ice and he falls back, yeah. and they just cut it after his leg falls down and get. And then cut him yeah. falling into this Holding hole. Down. So nicely done because just everyone knows from the credits that's that bit. So it's yeah. just a nice little, it feels like a nod to the fan somehow putting that in there. It's like if you're paying attention to the credits, you know exactly what that scene is yeah. or what that bit of the scene is. And that's when you get the secret uh, Baker origin story, which I really love. It was so cute. Little so baby Diefenbaker. We do love the Dief. Yeah, uh, so and yeah, I and mean, it was... it's probably one of the ancestors who played Diefenbaker later as well. Could have been, yeah. And it, oh, it was actually. Does anyone know which which one of the walls that is? Because I know there's some people who know all about that. Hey, and Sarah's Yay. given permission, and she had a lovely bubble bath. Good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Good to hear it. <laughs> um. Oh, but it was it was such a lovely scene. So they were, they, you know, obviously Benny's fallen down, and then. He saves Diefenbaker by like throwing him up out of this trap, and yes. then Dief comes back to save him. And it's so funny, like he's trying to save him, and he's just failing because he's he's knocking things down there to help, and it's just hitting uh, him on the all head. All I could think is of either Willow or uh, of Dotty should try to save me, and just like he go here's some wood, <laughs> knocked was, out cold. Yeah, it was proper kind of comedy moments, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and you know, just Dief would be like so proud of himself, like look. I just did. I just set the wood down. I'm helping. <laughs> As he's unconscious down, yeah, exactly. the, down the track. <laughs> There's sort of dog logic to that. And plus, you know, I like the fact that it sort of acknowledges that Stephen Baker, even though he's fiercely loyal from the beginning, because. Oh, yeah. And also, you've got Paul Gross just going like. Just throws him up and that's how he gets him up just throws him straight up in the straight air. Up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Like he would just fall straight down. But it, it, it was a bit of. Uh, Shall we say movie or TV magic uh, that he landed perfectly safely? Yeah. But that engenders the um, the relationship where he does go yes. off and, and bring something back to save him. But I like the fact that it suggests that Dief didn't come yeah. fully formed as a rescuer. He just just grabbed something, chucked it down. You know, it, it would have taken a lot of training for Dief and Baker yeah. to be how he is. So I, I, I kind of like that attention to detail. It was a lovely little moment, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah, and then at some point we find out that you know they've got Ray captured as well, and they've got him rolled up in a rug, all tied up. I thought they were going to roll him out like Cleopatra. Yeah. At one point. <laughs> and here's coming Ray. at you. <laughs> yeah. The nineties pop band she's obviously referencing. Oh, is yeah. that early two thousands? Oh, I don't. Nothing. 
that was the 90s. I don't know. I, 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 I do I not go that deep into the law yeah. on Cleopatra coming at you. <laughs> But yeah. if, if you're in uh, other parts of the world, you've probably not heard of it. Google it. It's a song called Cleopatra Coming At You, which was the biggest single out of a couple, I think, they made uh, for the yeah. band Cleopatra. But it would have been hilarious if they had just rolled him out. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, would have styled nice. it out as well, wouldn't he? Yeah. He just rolls out. It's like, like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Benny. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, that was a fun scene. And... Oh, then they, I've just written down then, Thatcher in uniforms. I think they, oh, all right, all right. Looking a bit empty oh, there. good. You want me to do everything. You want me to read the notes, pour the drinks, drink the drinks. Well, talk. you read the next note and then I'll vamp for a bit. Um, well, yeah, I vamp next, to suck well, your blood. You, probably you see, could vamp, rant. get it? Vamp? You probably could rant. It's my next one. Vamp, I said, not rant. Well, I do rant, oh, as rant. Well. Yeah, you could rant. I could rant, yeah. It was about Thatcher being in uniform again. Oh, yeah. oh, so this must be at the court. Oh, that's in the uniform. Yeah, this must have been at the court. So she was all dressed up. <clears throat> loving the Canada Sorry? flag graphic, by the way. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Yes, no Which expense. I can disappear Indeed into spent. it as well if I can move in certain ways. Although is, I oh. can be part of Canada. <laughs> Sorry, What's I Willow up to? Behind me, Willow is halfway underneath the bed. <laughs> she loves sleeping under there. So don't move back at all, Michelle. Okay, I, run, I won't move back. Run her legs over. Um, yes, yeah, uh, you know, it, it's commented on here as it was commented on previously, not just by me, that Thatcher does look rather comely in the red of the Canadian uniform. Yeah, it suits her, she pulls it off well. I mean, I wish she would. Hey, hey. <laughs> there's no drums in here. You're just gonna set me up for all these ones. Did I actually put Sarah's comment up? She was just saying about the graphic of the Canadian flag, yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I mean, I do really love how. They use this here and they use this in other episodes to just uh, remind you of that relationship. And it's like it does always come back to that iconic moment of them on the train, which seeing it back here and in, in the next episode, actually, they use the same flashback. It's just so iconic. Like, I mean, as we we talked about it quite a lot of the time, the fact that uh, some raised the point about it was inappropriate because she's his superior, which completely I acknowledge. But still, I'm sorry, from just a romanticism point of view, it, it's like with the Disney films. There's so many examples of how, like, the princess just meets a prince once and it's like, right, you will marry me. Oh, yes, of course. Ah. Which is obviously not a very kind of, like, uh, PC thing. They kind of take the mickey out of it a bit in, in Canto, where, like, yeah, someone, well, someone proposes and she goes, like, we, we just met, like, two days ago or something. I think it's an encounter. Yeah, I think if you actually kind of looked into these Disney stories, there's some creepy stuff in there. Oh, good, yeah, and I'm creepy, not excusing everything. Stuff. But still, though, in those films, there is a lot of beauty in the romanticism. And I know, you know, there's a lot of stuff which isn't cool, but it's, that's how I feel about this. It's like, I'm sorry, but it's still, when I see that moment of them on top of the train kissing... I think they both look sexy as hell. They're both kind of in their prime looking beautiful, uh, beautiful young people. They're on top of a train for God's sakes, both in mountain uniforms, which kind of like, it's got to be kink somewhere. Uh, and um, there's just all the buildup of everything that's happened before with them. So I, did, I, I still think that's an iconically beautiful moment, even though we can admit there are some imperfections in the setup of their relationship. So just to, you know, yeah, definitely. Textualize um, that a bit. Yeah. So, the um, court proceedings are beginning and this Randall, I think I'm saying his name right. I'm going to keep calling him Randall if that's not his name. Yeah. Um, he's sitting there. I mean, he's wearing his suit, but then he's got this like weird bandana on. So, and he's... Is it Randall Flagg? 
Where's, am I making that up? I don't know. Anyway, Randall. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so he's sitting in the courtroom waiting, um, you know, for his his moment. And he's sitting there and he's just laughing, Jake, not really taking it seriously at all. I liked it when the judge was like reading out all the things that he's being charged with. And he was just loving hearing it, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, was it's great. It. I was just, he was just smiling, nodding along. It's like uh, uh, conspiracy to take around down the American government. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he kept doing like the peace sign. Didn't yeah, he? peace signs, and uh, just it's so much fun. Again, um, just must have been so much, so great for that uh, guy too. And it's that thing of him knowing something that everyone else doesn't in the courtroom, which uh, yeah, just just marvelous. Yes, and obviously the star witnesses are like Benny and Ray, really, aren't they? Yeah. So they're waiting for them to turn up. They're late. Obviously, we know what's happened to them. They've all been typical late. men. Huh. Always late yeah. for everything. Jeez. Well, we know they're a bit tied up. Hey. I don't make many jokes, and when I do that, Yeah, this good, is but... why. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the crap jokes to me. Thank you, Michelle. Jeez. Um, and eventually they do, and it was brilliant. Oh, my goodness. Just the comic scene of them just walking into the um, courtroom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're in a double stitched together poncho. Oh, it's so kind of like, uh, like coming into the courtroom. Hey, together. look, we've complained oh for God. quite a while, and now we know why. After my interview with David Marciano last Scree Fest, uh, it's because he was against the colourful outfits because he felt okay, detective yeah. wouldn't do that. But it's this detective. It's like that's our point. Yes. In the I get how he feels. Like I'm not. I'm not sort of um, casting any dispersions on David Marciano's feelings, and I understand. But to me, that was part of the joy was he didn't dress like a detective because he found himself a bit of a 90s player kind of character. Uh, so I love all the colourful yeah. outfits. So where he's not wearing the colourful outfit, they both get a poncho. We loved it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we we and, loved it. <laughs> and they go into the thing of like, um, it's one of those wonderful moments where it forces Ray into Benny's kind of insane silly world yes. of him going it's like uh, oh well judge um yeah uh, and they're both doing that sterner thing which benny usually does yeah. to the judge and it's just a nice little moment of yeah i sure, mean I, again could... i bet david marciano had lots of fun filming that being able to decide of it he yeah. usually doesn't get to play i can imagine ray though just thinking if i'd never met benny this would never have happened to me <laughs> in no other circumstance would you find yourself <laughs> stitched together in a poncho with a, another kind of officer of the law and, and hearing about how david marciano did find those that last series quite a challenge like in some yeah. episodes he felt really underused or wrongly used or not used in the way which he felt uh so it was really nice that um in these two episodes it really feels like he's front and center it is a buddy buddy thing it is those two even though the last one's a clip show the bits which are new filmed are then together I hope he he managed to enjoy that knowing it was his I last couple so. of episodes because I believe he did know he was leaving at this stage, um, if I remember correctly from the interview. So it, it was nice. Uh, Sarah's just uh, put as well. I'm on the smell of ice while Ooh, watching. Nice. Very nice. Nice, Sarah. We like that. We approve. Sounds like you're having a lovely, relaxing evening. You've just had a bubble yeah. bath. You're having a smell of ice. Lovely. Yeah, it's not a bad Saturday. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So anyway, it, it, again, I, I hope he could enjoy that. Yeah, I hope so. Because uh, then we find out that, you know, the reason they've... I don't, they didn't even need the poncho, thinking about it now. <laughs> they didn't need... You know, the poncho was covering up bombs. They were both had these, um like, <laughs> bombs and things strapped to them. I mean, I think the poncho was just for a bit of fun because they used their, their own people with security to get all of this through. <laughs> they didn't need to cover it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for larks. <laughs> the other thing is, um, I know we haven't got this bit yet, but, like, they do the poncho 
the guy sets up a different juror on each floor with the uh with the bomb attached to them and the scales and everything else. Yeah. Just imagine him dragging the other guy around, like going, it's like, no, no, we're going to sit This would be great when we're down. So goes, do we need to do every floor? Yes, every floor. It's every floor. Otherwise, it's not a good joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like all the time setting up. Just, yeah. Okay, just try that. To, like, when the jurors just in the courtroom, we're like, yeah, how do they find the time? I don't know. They're industrious workers. Yeah, I was like, good on them. You know, that's good work ethic. Yeah, in fact, it's okay. <laughs> yes, every floor. Like, get on with it. We've got like all these floors to do. Yeah. So, uh, the bombs that um, Ray and Benny have got on them, they are they they get told that it's going to be set off by the heart rate. So, if the combined heart rates reach two hundred, <laughs> the bomb goes off. So, as you can imagine, Ray is getting more and more <laughs> more kind of like agitated and angry, and his heart rate's going higher. And Benny's trying to keep his heart yeah, rate down. Yeah, and every time he and... gets his heart rate up, Benny does these breathing exercises. Yeah, he just, just goes. Mm. Mm. No, no, please continue. Yeah, go on. Mm. Mm. No, 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 please. Yeah, tell me how mad you are. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> A couple times that almost gets to two hundred, and but then like... uh, Ray figures out Benny figures out sorry how to uh, sort it out, and then he gets so excited he nearly triggers it. Yeah, and then they both they... go mm, mm. <laughs> at the same time. They both just drop their head, go mm. yeah. <laughs> level their heart rates. Again, I think this um, even. I mean, it's a great sort of serious plot. It's not like the plot is out and out silly, but there's so many of those fun silly moments. And again, mm. knowing that this is. In fact, this episode is the last time they get a full episode of doing it. Yeah. It's just like little moments here and there. And in the last episode, effectively, Benny isn't Benny for most of the episode because he's lost his memory. Spoiler alert. Um, but so this is kind of the last time they get to do this. It like is, apart yeah. from a moment at the end of the next episode. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it was a conscious thought to add all these extra jokes and all this extra fun. But yeah. it was, Maybe it, they were like, well, let's just have some fun. Yeah, like you know, yeah. I mean, again, I, I'm guessing if uh, if he David Marciano knew he was leaving, probably they did as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Um. So Randall, he's making his demands. You know, he's got these hostages. He's got you know Ray and Benny and all these um jurors and the judge as well because the judge is jurors been, like the, the the whiskey. No. Oh, okay. no. Get alcohol off the brain. My goodness, you have a rum. I was going to say. I'm not... Get it out of the glass. Then about off the brain. Get it, yeah, off the brain in the mouth. That's never been a say. Yeah, you know, as they all, as all the cool kids. Say, what was the face we were trying to launch earlier? I can't remember what it was. No, now. Yeah. It's, yeah. probably best that we can't. It wasn't. Yes, yeah, probably, probably best. Probably the best. Um, thrown me off now. So, well, oh yeah. So you off. I can't yeah. reach down that low. So, Randall is making his demands. Um, I don't know who this cop was that he was um, talking to. So, he's making these phone calls. And he's like, right, in 45 minutes, I want a helicopter on the roof. And well, did they have a result? I mean, I'm mean, i sure they did, and I've missed it. But why he needed the helicopter? Because he was setting the helicopter for a time later than they wanted to leave. Yeah, it could have just been a decoy or something. I don't know. They must have explained it somewhere. We might have talked over it. something. Yeah, we, might... <laughs> we might have talked over a bit. Because um... we do love our G-South, but we do yeah. Didn't see each other for ages. So but then, he, you know, he says he wants a liaison between him and. Thank you, Sarah. Why is Sarah says why are you picking on Michelle? Because it's a it's a feature of the show as it has been since the first episode. As uh, she's been my best friend for many years, so of course, and she's she's an umpalumpa. She she is a hobbit. She I'm is not orange. Two foot something. You know, come on, look. It, it, 
if I'm not going to take the, the mick, who's going to do it for me? That's all I'm saying. And, and, and the more true. the more you complain, I'm sorry, that, that flat on the mic. The more you complain, the more I'll do it. That's all I'm saying. Only joking. I know. And so am I. She's like, carry on. So, yeah, yeah. Only joking. Go for it. Carry yeah. on. <laughs> Don't stop on my account. <laughs> and plus, I know Michelle, if I take the mic, will always get short on me. It's going to be a long night. Yeah. 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 you got two episodes to do. True. Well, I've. I've you said this yeah. is just going to be one bumper long episode of this. One bumper episode. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, what I was kept trying to say was yeah. that he wanted that. Yeah, could you get on with a, it? Just don't let liaison. me interrupt. Just, just get on with what you're saying, and I'll just be quiet. Ooh, dead I'm not going to talk over what you're saying. I'm not going to interrupt you at all. I'm not... sorry. No, go. On. He wants Thatcher uh, as a liaison. He will only talk to Thatcher. Yeah, <laughs> but don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah. And I've completely forgot where I was going after that now because we've had so much nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think now I'm going to have to read this and look really unprofessional and it's your fault. Oh, yes. And so Thatcher... Well, until then, <laughs> until now, we've just looked like the top pros that we always are. Oh. So this um, cop or whoever this guy was um, that had been talking to Randall... Um, yeah. We just get laughing with just how sexist he was. Didn't oh, it was so good. And you just know, even though this is in the 90s and probably those uh, parading attitudes were even worse than now. I'm not saying that they're good now, but it's like, I, I think in a lot of situations, there's at least enough fear of HR not to make the comments. I'm not saying mankind's got a lot better, but, you know, and then still sexism happens. But I, I think it's safe to say it was even worse back then in the 90s. Yeah. And... um yeah, so Thatcher's... yeah, and you know, but you know, Thatcher's going to lump him one at some point. That's the fun. It's like, just when's she going to lump him? Oh, yeah, just some of the things he kept saying. To her. It's like he was even making comments as she was like walking over to the building that he was in. He was like looking out the window down at her. I can't remember what he said now, but we were like, oh, she's not going to stand for that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what he said now, but it was like, no, yeah. you said that she should. He should have said, babes. So it wasn't babe, was it? I can't remember. I can't remember what he said now. It was darling she was using a lot. Yeah, he when used he, that a couple yeah. of times, I think. So when he was talking to Thatcher, he was so kind of condescending and just yeah. kept calling her darling and that. We were like, oh, he's going to get hit in a minute. Uh, uh, look, babes. Uh, no, dingies, <laughs> babes. It was, uh, what was it? it was, I can't remember what it was. Look, little lady. You know, yeah, there was yeah, loads of little things similar. like that. Um, but you see, I wasn't even saying little lady to Michelle on that occasion. No, but at least Quoting in this the show. scenario, it would make sense. It would, it would. Because <laughs> I think she was almost as tall as him. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so she does lamp in one, and it's yeah. very satisfying. Yeah, because she's like, don't call me darling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't help himself, can he? Oh, it can't went help. a little bit like you know. uh, Pam Ranson in Barbed Wire. Don't call me babe. I haven't seen that, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm that was sure her tagline from it. Sure, it's a great film. Um, no, it's not. It's okay. really not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Although it does so have a couple of good points. Oh, I can imagine. That's the kind of sexist joke which we just not make these days. Yeah. So with this, we've kind of like skipped over a few bits. Sorry, that's why I was reading. I'll oh, skip back then. Um, so Nothing's we, getting missed out. I don't care if we're here all night. So it, it kind of goes back to um, Ray and Benny in the court and they figure out how to deactivate the bombs because they're, they're thinking, the red, white or blue, that's where they're thinking about which wires that they want to cut yes. to and deactivate the bombs. Yes, about what they all originally meant when the flag was made. Yes. And yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't remember what they were now. Well, the, one of them was, the one, white one was justice and they're in the Hall of Justice and that's why it's that one. And the other ones represent other things. Yes. Can you see, I know my American things. history. 
<laughs> anyway, it was the blue one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was the blue one. So, so was, blue one. Yeah, then they is cut justice. the blue. Yeah, they cut the blue. Uh, yeah, and deactivated it, and that's when they go running off, and they see all the jurors on each floor because they're heading up to the top. <coughs> yeah. Where they're expecting him to be getting a helicopter, and they're seeing all these jurors like holding these scales, trying not to set off all these bombs. And the judge is being pushed outside, and he's strapped to a chair with a bomb on him. And can you imagine a guy from Amazon as well with this huge, great uh, box? Like, you know, here's the many sets of scales you ordered. Yeah. <laughs> what are you using Ooh, what these, are for? these for? Never mind, never mind, never mind. What's these bombs and these <laughs> scales for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have uh, 20 sets of scales and um, all the C4 you've got on Amazon. Thank you. Nothing dodgy about that. No. And Thatcher and Ben. Oh, yes. Yeah, so Benny goes up to the roof and I almost read this wrong and I was like, what the hell have I written? Um, so they're communicating with each other from different buildings and they're using. Um, semaphore. 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 Sem I wrote semaphore. <laughs> is, semaphore. is that signaling with something else? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I almost said something else as I went to read that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so seventy five like, if it's a hot like, day. Oh, they can't see because of the flag. They were <laughs> seventy five like, if it's a hot day. <laughs> oh, look, not, no one can even <laughs> see that I'm hitting you because my arms like disappearing. I could get away with hitting you. Yeah, but I won't. I'm not a violent person, and she can't reach. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. They're doing the, some, yeah, like, it's, I, and the thing is. They do it really quickly as well. So they've got to have learned that. Like, you know, I'm, I bet that is them yeah. using it properly. Uh, and just like... It's just, <laughs> they have a whole conversation, don't they? And I love the fact they even have a typo, like, a, you know, during it. And she goes, sorry, typo. What I meant to say was... <laughs> yeah, at some point she says something about cream cheese. And he's yeah. like, cream cheese? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, no, it's 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 fun, and I, that's the point where uh, the guy keeps on interrupting her when she needs yeah, to say, yeah, yeah. "Then Sergeant Benton, you need to. Then Sergeant Benton, you need to. What are you doing up there, <laughs> darling? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. To be honest, he deserved that thump. He did indeed. He did, and she. I'm sure she can give a good thump. Yep. And oh, oh my goodness. One of oh, my most favorite, one of my most favorite scenes. Yep. It's Copper, not Copper, Cooper, the other Mountie that um did the coffee and the sweeteners. Yes. He has been sent by Benny to go and get Diefenbaker. So he goes in, <laughs> into the apartment and he was like, I have been sent to get you by Benny. Don't be afraid. Can you understand me? And the next minute, like, Deef is like wanting to just run out of that apartment to go and help. And he just, <laughs> he literally drags Cooper. And, and he's... And again, oh. this is another clear scene where, like, that has to have originally been written for um, Turnbull. Turnbull, yeah. Oh, it was. Actually, I'm going to look at this because sometimes IMDb has these little yeah. factoids. So uh, it was such a funny little moment, though, and he's being dragged down the corridor. You're seeing him being dragged down the stairs. It was so funny, and um, yeah, and I know, like you're saying, this is probably written for Turnbull, but I think that guy was so funny and he did so well in in these scenes. I know he only had a couple and. Deepen Baker, we didn't see a whole lot of Deepen Baker, and this was just so fun to watch him do this. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure like everybody who filmed this episode must have just had a blast. I'm sure they all had such a good time doing this. So I'm listening, but for some reason my MDB is showing won't show me season two. Okay. okay. Give me a second off. So I will carry on. And then it cuts back to um Ray and Benny, and they're going down an elevator shaft. And I think 
I think Ray was like holding on to like Benny as they're like sliding down. Like, I'm trying to get one of my arms. Oh, I can't, not really. So, uh, Benny's like holding. For a sec. Yeah. Um... So, Benny's like holding on to the um, wires and they're like sliding down. And his he's got his gloves on, but it's. Right, go and do something. Here we are. Yeah, so use this one. So he's like holding on like this with his glove, and like I think Ray was just like hugging him around the um, waist or something as they're like sliding down this um, elevator shaft on yes. the wires. And then Benny's like, "Oh dear, oh." And <laughs> he's he goes, like, uh, "Pierce my hands off," and then you see his whole his arms whole caught arm. fire. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, "Oh yes, I I appeared on fire." <laughs> he's so calm about it. And then he takes the rest of the episode with his uh, half his arm missing, That's like his, his it, yeah. sleeve missing. The whole time. sleeve, yeah, the whole sleeve is gone. They they get down to the bottom of the shaft, and I think there was some water down there. He was like, "Oh, was, you know." Ray was like, "Oh, that was a bit lucky. They're being puddled." And he's like, "Not really. There's always a puddle." Apparently, the guy in the episode, Lester Holt, who appears, uh, I'm guessing, in one of the scenes with the reporters, he appears himself. He was a uh, evening anchor on WBBM TV. News in Chicago from 1986 to 2000. Well, there we go. We and the actu- the falling into the bear trap scene in the snowfield is actually an outtake from the pilot episode shown at the end of the pilot and behind the credits yeah. for series one. Yeah. yeah. So as we aforementioned. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, no details on why Turnbull wasn't in this episode. He's got it. It's got I bet yeah. you that'll be filming uh, commitment. Um, should we put the background back on? Yeah, we can put the flag back on. Yeah, let's do it. Well, Although that, that's that's my wallpaper. It's very nice. You can see the little due south. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is a shield there. We behind do me. have a little flag behind us. And my so little hat nice. collection. Behind <laughs> <laughs> my little Michelle collection. You got more of me. <laughs> no little collection of one. <laughs> that's look. When it comes to Michelle's, one is all you need. Yeah, and, and of course, it's going to be a small collection. This is educational. I like to think so. Yeah. That's what we're here for, Sarah. If you've learned one thing, <laughs> if sorry, if you learn one thing from this podcast, that's one more than usual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at us, the educators today. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I wrote bag of bombs. So um, bag of bombs. <laughs> <laughs> the bombs that um, Ray and Benny had around them, they put in a bag and there was also a bag that they were trying to steal from the, the baddies. Were trying to with steal bonds from the, in it. Yeah, which, with bonds. Which we'll go back to yeah. when we get into the next episode, funny yeah. enough. But um, yeah, I just I love the fact that when they're running around, when they realise they've so basically yeah, so they get there's a bit of a scene where you've got uh, Deepen Baker running around with a bag. He's got a bag in his mouth, them. yeah, and um, it's there's one scene where the guys so um, the criminals ask for the bonds, so uh, Ray says like, oh, is that all you wanted? Okay, here you go, and just chucks things to them, yeah. and then when they run up, uh, Benny goes like, well, why did you just give it to them? It's like. Why'd you give them the bonds? It's like bonds. I thought they said bombs. It's just yeah. uh, uh, lovely. Don't but play on words. Though. What I really love is that then the guys go to run away and they're on the way out. And one of them goes, "Wait, well, check the bag." They check and they realise it's the bombs in there. And when they go running back, Stephen Baker's standing in the corridor like he's been waiting for them to come back just to taunt them with yes. this bag of like, "Ha ha! I got your bonds this way." Yeah, and he <laughs> runs off. And there's a couple times he kind of like stops and he's looking, just like holding this bag in his mouth. Yeah, like, going, you will ah. never catch me. <laughs> <laughs> just a kind of dick move. As much as I love dogs, they would do yeah. to wind you up. Yeah, so funny. Um, Deef the press hound. I wrote Deef the press hound. 
Oh, because then uh, the press aren't interested in either Benny or Ray. That's it. They're on to Deef now. All they want to do is... Deef has become the hero. And he should be. Well, and I also love the fact that it's kind of sweet that that removes the jealousy. Because Benny never really cared about the press. Ray did. And they're both going, it's like, uh, oh, well, it's like it's uh, just all him now. It's like, uh, and and Ray says something about loving this city, which is very nice. And again, when you think about this as his last substantive episode. Yeah, it's really great. What's it? Oh, so, um, yeah, it's, it's really nice that he does have that moment. And then you get the semaphore again. Yeah. I will do oh, small yeah. again off the camera. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Thatcher sort of semaphores up, as, as usually is her kind of thing of going, it's like, don't you have duties to do now? And then like, he semaphores back going, red suits you. And she goes, like, she goes a bit red herself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's oh. a, a sweet little ending. Is there anything else you got on the notes? No, there? that was all that I've got for this one. It was, yeah, great. I loved this episode. Okay, so, um, oh, one second. I need to get the uh, the old iPad out. Right we now. have duties. We do. We have we have some features without which it just isn't a due south by southeast. And we're so professional that we will get them up on the iPad. Yes, and I will hold the microphone to yes. it. <laughs> um Okay, which one are we going to start with? Uh, let's go with this. Can you give me the information I seek? And tell me what the best moments of the week are. And thank you, as always, to Mr. Blaine Garrison uh, for our jingles there. Uh, so, And also, sorry, to, uh, as I always f- uh, far too often forget to say, Thank you very much to Matt Lees for the music uh, of Juice House by Southeast, the intro and outro music. Thank which you. you can check out Matt Lee's music on um, all your streaming services. You can buy his album, uh, Two Sides to a Hero. And he's got a new one coming out soon, which is uh, Same Picture, Different Frame, which is reworkings of those tracks. So please do check out and support Matt Lee's. Uh, some brilliant music. So, uh, Michelle, what... For this episode, we're going to do this again for the next one. What is your uh, most American uh, person in this episode of the week? So I wrote down Randall. I don't know if I put him down for the other episode or not now, though. The well, train he wasn't one. really in the other episode. Oh, no, the, um... That's in flashbacks. I said we can't have any moments from the flashbacks. It's got to be from the new material because that makes it well, more Randall difficult. Randall was in the new material. Not the next episode. No, for this one. Yeah, in this one. But you said you didn't know if you put him for the next one. No, for the last. Oh, he so, was in the so one you're not sure train. if you used him before is what you're yeah. saying. Do you want to just make his brother then? Yeah, right, his brother. Yeah. yeah. Just because right. he's his brother. Yeah. Um, he's American. Kind of similar. Uh, okay, my most American of the week for this episode. Oh, God, I've forgotten. I did have one. So in the court. to do got the judge there. Blah, 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 blah. Most American of the week. So it could be the judge because he's upholding the American. I did think about the judge. But I think I am also going to go with the new brother character mm. because, like, uh, if nothing else... Oh, yeah, that was it. I was going to pick him, and it's because of MacGyver. It doesn't get much more American than MacGyver, and this guy's MacGyvering uh, explosives all over the joint. Yeah. So that's why I made him the most American. There was a reason. Okay. So, um, Michelle, what is your most Canadian of the week? It's got to be Mountie Cooper. Oh, Mountie Cooper. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that one, too. Yeah, I like that. Moan Cooper, yeah. Uh, and finally, 
What is your most bestest Diefenbaker moment of the week? There were a couple of really there good There were some really moments. nice ones. So he's taunted. We've got his secret origin story. Yeah. We've got uh, um, yeah, him in the press, which obviously there he loves. There were some good ones. But I think I'm going to go because it cracked me up so much when he was dragging Cooper out of the apartment and down the stairs. That was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. I think I'm going to go with uh, the Diefenbaker. Sorry, as I blow my nose. The Diefenbaker secret origin story. Uh, where he, was he gets so to, cute in that. He was cute. It was an amazing little scene. And he they they still, as they have wanted to do, add the comedy by lamping him on the head with a bit of wood that he accidentally drops. <laughs> yes. So very juicy have to do that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one chalked full of Diefenbaker moments. Um, is there anything? Oh, yeah. How many uh, scales of justice out of 10 Ooh. do you give this episode? I think I'm going 8.5. You've seen that? Now, I have said it's not one which uh, propels forward any major plot points, which is usually a criteria for a 10 out of 10. However, it's so much fun. I think I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Ooh. I really feel like it feels like an wow. extension of okay. that amazing All the King's Horses episode. So much fun. So many moments, especially if you think about the fact that it's, it's Ray's last completely yeah. all new material episode, which is in all of it. Whereas, you know, Next time we see him is the beginning of the ne in the next episode, he cameos and he kind of cameos in Call of the Wild, but he's in more scenes, but he's not a main focus. So, um, yeah, I, th I think that's I okay. think I'm going to give it 10 out of 10. So it was a high scoring episode for us both, but definitely. Wow. 10 out of 10. I think so. It's, it's so funny. It, it just uh, calls upon so many things from uh, uh, from Due South history uh, and sort of Due South kind of ways of doing things uh sarah jingles rock yeah they do indeed uh we can agree more so oh and by the way uh who was that episode written and directed by michelle oh yes we did write that down so it was written by paul no, we just remember it Shh. yes I, I as i look at this i remember yeah it was written by paul gross and john chris did we say how we were going to pronounce his name it? chris chrisank Krasank? Krasank. 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 Yeah. Sure, that's good enough. Uh, so well done to uh, Paul Gross and John Krasank, who got a 10 from me. And Paul Gross, I think his oh. touch does show on this. It does. Uh, and might I say, even though there's, there's loads of Series 3 and Series 4 episodes, or Season 3 and Series 4 episodes, or as it was over here, just Season 3, uh, there's loads of episodes I do enjoy. I think it does show in this episode, it was before... Maybe in those series, uh, Paul Gross got a bit sillier and a bit more self-indulgent in places. Uh, whereas this is, uh, even though it's very silly, it feels more in keeping with the tone of the first two series. So it's kind of interesting to see Paul Gross writing in this style as more to the style he went ahead with with the later series. That's that. Uh, so, Michelle, I think, is, is that everything for that episode? Yep. Let's go on to the next one then. Uh, what we got up next? Who is it written and directed by? Let's, let's kick off with that this time. Double episode, guys. Wow. So if you're just joining us, I think we've just got some new viewers. Oh. Uh, we're just Hi. going, uh, we've just covered uh, the episode Red, White, or Blue. Red, White, or Blue, uh, which this is all going to be on podcast uh, next week because I've still got the last episode to drop tomorrow. And then next week we'll have the new episode. So if you missed everything so far, you can listen back later. But please do join us as we talk about the next episode. It's a double bill tonight, guys. Yes, yeah, so the next episode was Flashback. It was indeed. And it was directed by Gilbert M. Shilton. 
And it was written by Peter Mohan and Michael Tevishorn. Yeah, Mike, Michael I have terrible handwriting. This doesn't help with pronouncing these names. I'm just going to say it like I knew how it was pronounced. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll sure. go with that. We'll go with that, yeah. We'll go with that. And I completely misunderstood the beginning to this bit. I thought it was nuns. So as we start off, we've got <laughs> we've got Benny and Ray, and they're walking oh. down a street, and then as they pass Benny, this this woman stops, and she kind of like lowers her, she's wearing shades, and she lowers her sunglasses and looks at him. And I, I don't know if I was looking completely. Maybe I was writing something. I looked up and I thought it was a nun. I thought he was getting eyed up by a the, nun. There's one woman in a burqa, another woman who's in a um, headscarf. Like, just a headscarf, yeah. not a burqa-style headscarf. Just a, a scarf on the head. Uh, like, sort of 50s-style kind of look. And they're both wearing sunglasses. Anything I was wondering, and genuinely, this is... If this is, uh, this is asked through ignorance, not through anything else. But it's like... I'm curious. I've never seen a woman in a burqa wearing sunglasses, and I'm wondering because this was one of the sort of really just eyes on view burkas. I'm wondering if they would, or that would be too claustrophobic, or if they would steam up, which is a genuine thing I was wondering. I've just never happened to have seen anyone in a burqa with sunglasses. I'm sure it happens. So if anyone does know, yeah. please do let me know. No, because I need just like caught a little bit as I looked up and there was me going even the nuns can't stop <laughs> can't stop themselves around him then I was like oh no that's not a nun <laughs> she was wearing a burqa I, I remember all the people who kind of wore facial to her glasses during lockdown oh well I'm still wearing yes I still have to wear the masks at work and it's a nightmare I mean it takes me ages and like when I first put them on like adjusting them you know I'm constantly steaming up so yeah I could I can see what you so, mean I mean if you do if you are someone who wears a burqa or knows someone who does who's worn sunglasses for just out of curiosity, I'm wondering. I'm trying to educate myself. Um, yeah, so it's a fun little open bit. Yeah, so that's the start of it. And then um, these ladies that have walked past him, they go into a jewellery shop and they're, um, you know, looking at diamonds and things. And obviously they're going to rob the place. Of course they are. Um, and in the meantime, uh, Benton's there going, it? But uh, she was of the Muslim faith, and you wouldn't be usual for a woman who was a devout Muslim to look at you directly in the eyes. Um, yeah. Classic bit of uh, Benny detective kind of shtick. He's always on the job. He's always on the job. He's always on the job. Always. That's why he goes to the thing. toilet so often. <laughs> He's always on the job. Okay. And um, <laughs> yeah, so there's robberies happening happening in the jewelry shop because they go to kind of check it out after. Um, Benny's um, got doubts about this lady. Yep. And so I think at the beginning, it's all kind of like guns pointing to everyone, isn't it? And then they tell them to drop their guns and they do. And they kidnap the um, the guy that works in the jewellery shop and they get him into a van and drive off. Of course, Benny goes straight into action, doesn't he? He does. He's he straight does. into action. He's jumping on the back of the car as they're driving off. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, he gets thrown off. And he sustains a and head do, injury. I don't know if we see the license plate at this stage. I don't think we I'm see it until not sure we do. We didn't it's shown it. later on in the episode, mm. but we'll get back to that because it might be a certain uh, reference that's kind of familiar to people. Yeah, because that was his aim. He want he's kind of rubbing at the um, license plate to be able to see it properly, isn't he? And he get thrown off of it. Yep. And so Ray goes running over to see he's okay, and we find out. He's got no memory. He doesn't know Ray, who Ray is. He doesn't know who he is. And, and again, it's just such a cheesy um, conceit to have someone lose it their is. memory after a bang to the head. Yeah. But Jesus gets away with it. It's, it just does have that wacky sense of humor that takes the sin off it. And even doing this clip yeah. show, again, I just wouldn't usually enjoy a clip show. It's just, I mean, geez, 
there's a notorious uh, Star Trek Next Generation one called Shades of Grey, where by stimulating memories, they help cure Riker, who's the first officer on the Enterprise D. And um, then they realize later on they've got to stimulate negative memories because it's better at curing him of whatever disease it is. Okay. And that's how they get to the flashbacks. And it's just, it's so awful. Uh, but this one just really felt like fun. It just really felt good. Yeah. And yeah, so we go to um, Ray and Benny in the hospital. And, you know, the doctor's talking to to Ray. And he was like, you know, maybe you like talk to him, you know, bring up these things from the past and see if it will jog his memory. Yeah, maybe show some clips. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Just yeah, show some clips of your past with him. Yeah, yeah that could work. Yeah, so um, from some great episodes of your life. But, you know, and they do just start at the beginning of Due South, don't they? They do. And it's oh. like uh, they get the scene where um, they, do they start. It's Benny coming in. Didn't they start with his dad? I thought they started with his dad. So it's just uh, chipped in. I do sometimes think flashbacks episodes are lazy, but in due south it works. I this is the thing, more. Sarah. Yeah. It, and I think it, it was kind worked. of, it worked well for us because we've spent so many years getting to the point of getting to the second end of the second yep. series <laughs> that I think it was fun to us to watch back all these bits as well because mm. uh, it's kind of been quite a long journey getting to here for us just for one reason or another. Um, Yes, yeah, so yes, yes, it goes and shows yeah. his dad getting shot. The, the very beginning from the first episode. Always lovely to see Gordon Pinson, of course. Of course, yeah. He's ever that. lovely. And that's what takes him to um, Chicago in the first place because he's trying to solve the um, murder of his father. And this, they show the moment that he first meets Ray and obviously Ray's um, in, the, in the police cell because he's trying, <laughs> trying to get some information out of someone. Of course, the other guy's a cop trying to get information out of him. And, it's, oh. and of course, uh, we've got... Uh, Ray there as um, oh, um as yeah. uh, Armani, Armani, which is where we get Armani John from. Yeah. Uh, our, our good friend John Ray, of course, from uh, SCW one three nine events. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a very iconic moment. This kind of first episode, Armani, yeah. uh, and certainly, as I say, a fun place for us because it just makes me think of Armani John. Um, yeah, and I enjoyed kind of looking back at Ray in the earlier episodes as well. Oh. Yeah, we just got brighter. Uh, I'm kind of like reappearing and disappearing throughout this, aren't I? It's like, am I Michelle? Am I a flag? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Michelle or flag? You know that popular game which all the family play. Uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> the, these silly comments keep making us lose our place. <laughs> and then, but I like the fact that then they show them uh, walking together through the station. It's a great episode where he goes, uh, who sent the Mountie down there? Everyone puts their hand up. I was saying, I think the next thing should be, who doesn't make it past the pilot? Everyone puts their hand <laughs> up. <laughs> who gets recast like uh, Walsh puts his arm out from his office? <laughs> and it's the desk sergeant. And obviously that desk sergeant, it, it's pretty clearly set up that he was going to be yeah. a regular. And obviously didn't, it like didn't either, either he wasn't yeah. available or they just decided to go a different way with it. But uh it's always nice when you see the pilot. You can always tell the bits which are meant to be runners, you know, and yeah. then reoccurring characters which don't turn out to be. Yeah, and it was quite nice kind of seeing early Ray, and I enjoyed watching all, you know, seeing all like the crazy shirts again. And oh, I'm so like, nice. Oh, early Ray. So nice. <laughs> that was so much fun. He just, I, I, again, so, so much respect to David Marciano. He was lovely yeah. enough to talk to us, but it's like, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far as to say it broke my heart. But when he said he didn't like the the Gary shirts, I was like, mm, we love them. <laughs> we love them. It's so nineties, and you yeah. get to see. Oh yeah, and when he is in the cells, he's wearing those oversized suits 
which yes. were just so iconic to the 90s. Yeah. It was just lovely to see. It's just those little things. And uh, Sarah Coke just put, I love David Marciano, we as do. do we all. He was amazing, wasn't he? He's a legend. Uh, oh, oh God. sorry, we came on having some slight issues with the camera. Just give me one second. We'll be back with you. One second, we're still here. I promise, guys. Yeah, anywhere. Uh, start camera. We might, hey, we're back. we lost the flag, but uh, I can get that back. Shall keep yeah. talking. Okay, well, I keep talking because, um, so we, we're constantly kind of like going back and forth, um, like to Ray and Benny in the hospital, and he's heading him all these stories to jog his memory. And I love the bit where he was talking about um, him jumping on the back of cars. And he was just like, this is just something that you do. <laughs> you know, you do it regularly. And they show all these clips of him jumping on cars and like moving cars and things. And they go back to Benny and he was just like, am I stupid? <laughs> Sorry, what was he doing? I was, I was jumping on the, the jumping on moving cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, am I stupid? <laughs> and it, oh, like, no. <laughs> Sorry about this with the camera. Are you nudging any of the wires? It can be very sensitive. Oh, we're, so. we're back. I'm not going to put the background on again. Yeah. So we'll just live with this. Um. Yeah. No. Um. I do. It is one of those. Again, it's one of those convenient things of the. Um. Yes. Well. I. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those convenient things of when the amnesia works just how they want it to. So basically, you know, yeah. there's none of his instincts are there, which actually is, funnily enough, it's probably the more realistic side of it because if you get a blow to the head, you can. Start behaving differently, it can affect your neurological pathways, all this, yeah. But usually, it doesn't give you amnesia at this very specific way of just forgetting everything. No, and they show him like walking through the hospital, and there's a bit where they show he almost slams the door on the woman behind him, doesn't he? And Ray is just like, you know, he's so like surprised to see him act like this. And he's what? like, It's like you didn't hold like, the door for him, and, and? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, You always hold doors open for people, and then they go to this like montage of him yeah. being. <laughs> overly polite and you know oh after you you can stand there for hours you can imagine can't you just letting people in he must have had so much fun doing this uh again he just gets to play something different like when you play a character even for two years at this stage uh when you get to play something different just must be such a gift just just to be able to do something different it's just um it's fun for an actor yeah oh so into this i'm not even looking at my notes anymore and oh and (laughs) then there was also the um thank you kindly montage as well because he was telling him you know you know you're normally like really polite and then they go into this montage of oh thank you kindly thank you which like paul gross confirmed like when uh, he was asked by uh, one of our miniest of mounties uh uh, micah uh about what his favorite quote was it it just goes back to thank you kindly uh which is just so iconic to the series it's like whenever yeah people write back and forth on the due south uh, fan group or kind of in our uh, page it's just ev- everyone always ends a message thank you kindly it's just it's, yeah. it's so <laughs> iconic to the show definitely um ray in the oh yeah then they show um how i can't remember how they got into it now they were talking about ray in his car obviously he's very attached to his car and he talks about how yeah you've destroyed it twice <laughs> i think they might have they might have been sitting in his car like driving somewhere at the time and they yeah. were talking about it, weren't they? Yeah. Because yeah. then they go showing. Oh, and you've got, oh, God, it was, it was seeing all these people, these little characters which just appeared in one or maybe two episodes in the case of the one I'm going to mention now. But it's like Ian, I forget his surname, but he was the liar. The liar, yeah. Uh, and he appears in a couple of episodes. Yeah. And just to see that was just, um, it's just so nice to see these episodes and see these kind of uh, guest players turn up again. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was really cool. Of course, they show um, Paul Ray when his um, car gets destroyed as well, don't they? Yeah, they show the many destructions <laughs> of his head. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not massively into cars, but I felt for him. <laughs> well, I also love the fact that at the beginning of that scene, he goes like, uh, no, this, this car's one in a million. And then it shows the three ones he's had. <laughs> yeah. And we get to see Elaine a little bit in this episode, don't we? So I think um, to start with, well, I, I think do it not was like um... the wires. You will nudge the camera. Well, I go around. <laughs> okay. Well, I was now put the uh, video up. Will she's, I? She's like, they don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> oh, you come around. You can come on camera. Come around here. Will I? Come yeah, on. I come think around here. There, there was go. a moment where a woman walks past Benny, yeah, and I think there. there's, there's little Willow. Just a little bit. I'll see her a little come bit. On the bed. Yeah, if she gets up on the bed. See, see you. No, I want to sit here and get straight. <laughs> okay. Let's we'll see him a little bit. Um, yeah, I think a woman walks past and kind of flirts with him a little bit. And then, yeah, and the then Ray was like, that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's going, it does. <laughs> Benny looks so happy with this. Again, yeah. it's every reaction Benny never gets to have. Uh, amnesiac yeah. Benny gets to, like, uh, he really enjoys all these kind yeah, of he like. He does. <laughs> it's like if Ray got given Benny's body for a day, it's like, this happens? Cool. Yeah. And they actually show Elaine um, flirting with him a bit. Yeah, and Elaine in this episode, I've got to say, looking uh, mighty fine there with her long hair. Yeah, it was looking really nice, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's Elaine. She always looks mighty fine. Hello, Willow. Yes, you told me to write down that she was looking very cute today. She was. She she was looking especially cute. She just was. Yeah, and then there was a bit where she was carrying like this skeleton thing, wasn't there? And she hands it to Walsh. And then... um, Ray and Walsh are having this conversation and all I'm doing is staring at this weird skeleton thing, <laughs> thinking, what is this about? I don't know. Oh, look, Sarah says hello to Willow. Oh, and Willow says hello back. Yeah. Yeah, just tell yeah. her. She just, it's like <laughs> she just, <laughs> yeah. So hello from Willow to, to Sarah there and to everyone out yeah. there. I did, you know, this is one of the things about yourself. There's, you know, you can just get these weird little random things that don't make a lot of sense, but it's, kind of catches your eye and takes your attention what, like a dog in the center of us just licking just have, a bit yeah just having a little yeah. clean oh, she's yeah. having a wash now. sarah's had yeah. a bubble bath willow's having a little wash now. she didn't do on camera though which willow's <laughs> choosing to do willow doesn't mind no she definitely does not <laughs> she's quite happy now um yeah uh oh what was i gonna yeah because i was gonna say something about walsh i think no i think that's what i wrote down the fact he was carrying a skeleton actually yeah just a random little walsh yeah. moment and then we are like getting little bits where we're kind of going like back to the guy that was taken hostage at the um diamond um you know, the jewelry shop as yeah. well. Yeah, oh god, it's just um it, it's just such a fun conceit to have him looked up by his uh, ex-wife and all his girlfriends yeah, so... he had while he was going out with her. God, imagine <sighs> all those exes in the room and no drone strike available. Come on. Yeah, so because... which I joke about, of course, my exes. So it becomes very obvious um that this was a you know kind of a staged kidnap and everything they want to get a bit of revenge on him and get his money pretty much don't they and yep. i think they take him to the sauna they want to get um some like financial information out of him they pretty much just want to steal all his money i think yep. and so they put him in a sauna to sweat until he's willing to give up these numbers yeah well i yeah, especially we enjoyed yeah, that moment yeah, she yeah. loved that seeing that yeah. man tied up in a sauna it's weird what, what does it for willow <laughs> yeah um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else we going to Sorry, I'm very um, distracted now. Oh, do you know one thing we didn't say? Because I'm um, uh, 
when it becomes apparent to Benny about his sex appeal and they start showing some of the clips and they show Miami Ronda, as I'm, we're calling her now. Do you remember the woman that pulled up in the car? Oh, yeah, yeah, because she was saying it's like, because uh, oh, um, they're stranded on the side of the road, Benny and Ray. She comes along and goes, uh, hey, want to ride? It's like, actually, we're together. It's like, uh, do you want to ditch him? Do you want to ditch him? And, she, and Benny and Ray's there goes, like, I'll ditch him happily. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to yeah. happen. And she, he goes, no, I'm afraid I can't. And she goes, oh, okay. If you ever make it to Miami, and it's like, so you're so promiscuous that just ask anyone in Miami. Oh, they'll know. Yeah, they'll know Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda, the uh, the states. Yeah. Uh, lady of the night. I mean, it just it, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not a great claim uh, if yeah. if the whole of a state will know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she thought that through when she said it, did oh. she? But um. Willow, could you go around? Go around the other it way. It made us chuckle, didn't Willow, it? you're going to knock the camera again. Okay, guys, we're going to go dark again. I'm just going to say <laughs> we it now. Might. We might. Okay. But Willow's so lovely. Uh, have we got to the bit with Thatcher yet? No. We, what we, the bit that we were just about to get to is when they're talking about um, Francesca. Yeah. And, um, you know, did or didn't Oh, God, she? yes. This was an interesting moment because previously and still, like, there's uncertainty whether or not anything happened between Francesca and Paul Gross, both of which uh, I think Paul Gross said that he didn't think they did, but uh, certainly Mo uh, Mona Mona Milano, Mo yeah, she said that. Uh, uh, oh come on, you know, probably not. You know, it's like, uh, and we had this wonderful conversation when we when I interviewed her of like, yeah, I think it's like we all like to think we're more like Benny, but most of us more like Francesca in reality. And that's why you want it to have happened, but it probably, probably didn't. Like, didn't. you know, he was probably yeah. too much of a gentleman. But the way Benny said, when he and Ray say it here, <coughs> Benny, Benny says to Ray, oh, uh, so you're okay with it, even though it's your sister? And, he, and he, he goes, yeah. Sort of suggesting that he thinks something did happen. It kind of, if you watch that scene, it plays as if Ray thinks there was something that happened and he's okay with it. Uh, which is, again, it's sort of implied, because he does say, Hey, yeah. look, if something did happen, if it was going to be with someone, I'd want it to be with you, you know, my best friend who yeah, I can not trust, that I, essentially. Yeah. Was it not that I would encourage it? But Yeah, um, but now he's he sort of pretty much out and out says in this scene, which I've never noticed before, that obviously he's implying he, that he yeah, thinks he it did thinks happen. it did, whether or not it did or yeah, didn't. Yeah, it's not saying it did, but it, um, for some reason I'm excited, like, the, oh, God, that's really, that says at least what he's decided, yeah. and he's decided he's okay with it. We knew he decided it's okay with it if it didn't happen, but he's never said in the previous episode that he thought it happened so i thought it was cool no, so we still don't know but yeah there's well, an interesting well, little tidbit i'd never noticed yeah and then uh ray gives um benny his dad's diary and he's looking through that and that oh my goodness you're drinking quicker than me now oh we didn't say you got to refill this no second. no you have to i'll wait two <laughs> um well, would you want to talk about the um, diary then while I pour you a drink? What's happening with the diary? So Ray gives, he's still trying to prompt his memory. So he gives yeah. Benny his dad's diary. He's reading through that. And then that <coughs> actually prompts a little bit of a memory, doesn't it? There's when, a memories with his dad. Yeah. So when, yeah, when his I dad first and appears. Because this is, again, this is the sort of speaks to the conveniency of this amnesia because they have one bit where he um, is remembering being in the car with his dad but he doesn't remember that he's the only one who can see him, which you think would be a salient part of the memory. Because even the way he's talking, he's going, he's, he's, it's the first time he sees his dad appear when he's reading his diary. And he uh, goes, uh, yeah, dad, but you're dead son. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> it's like, don't be afraid to ask a silly question. I taught you that, didn't I? Well, not specifically. It's like, well, no, no time like the present. It's a lovely little scene, but it's all basically says that he knows he's a ghost. And then conveniently in the present, he doesn't know he's a ghost until Ray goes, yeah, but I I never met your dad. He, he's, he was dead before yeah, I, knew I think you. the um the, the goes, show doesn't oh. make perfect sense, does it? But it, it doesn't. But we'll let them off that it's one. Fine, it's fine. But we'll um, but yeah, then you've got uh Ray and uh Ray saying, yeah. So it's like Benny realizes that his dad was a ghost and he couldn't see him. Um, yeah. Uh, is the next the scene with Thatcher? Was oh, you just can't wait to get to Thatcher? Thatcher, can Thatcher you? And you can't wait bits, to get to the bits which I'm very <laughs> excited about. Yes, will I? Made me jump, Willow. She's a fan of Thatcher. No, she's going deep, deep. Talk about deep. He's cool. You know what? It is. It, the next bit is Thatcher. Thatcher. This bit I really love. Not only did they choose uh, again scenes from all the kings, all the queen's horses, but also the scene which they show. Willow, yes, I'm going to talk about it now. <laughs> the scene which they choose uh, shows uh, the scene where they're tied up together. So it is. I think they do show the kiss, but they show also this scene. And it's a bit where they've got the hair clip and they've got to pull it apart together. So it's uh, he what drops a the hair clip into a cleavage and he's got to help her grab it out there uh, with his, his, her express permission, which is ni a nice moment to cover, just, you know. Um, and I think it makes sure that scene stands up a lot better than it might do otherwise. Um, but there's a bit where he's almost freed and he kind of, Almost kind of slides slides down <laughs> her while handcuffed behind her, and it's the look of enjoyment on her face. It's like it was quite naughty for Jimmy South, and I know we must have seen this episode. I don't yeah. know. Maybe we did comment on it on uh, the time, but it, it seemed to make more of an impact. I was like, these oh my Jesus, am I going we were right like, now? You know, forget her in the red. Not sure we should be watching. Yeah, this um, <laughs> it's a little saucy. You know, it's, it's saucier than Jimmy South. I think that's the most saucy Jimmy South's ever got. Let's just yeah. say that. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you again, enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm just saying there's some very sexy scenes between them, and I don't think it hurts. They're both no. very attractive people in the prime of their life. But the I, I really know. liked it when it went back to um, Ray and Benny friend. afterwards, and Benny just turns to Ray and goes, "Have we ever?" And then what's he do? He's like, hmm, hmm. "Yeah, yeah." And <laughs> he, did we ever? Did we? Ever? <laughs> yeah, and and it's when Ray goes, "No," and he goes, "Shame," because yeah, it's like it's like yeah. Ray's finally got the version of Benny. Yeah. That he always wanted on one level. I so think if he had it permanently, he wouldn't be happy. Because yeah. he, like he's saying later on, like I've got it as having back. But it's like it's just I think it's just yeah. oh finally I get a day with this Benny. I get a day when he just agrees with everything, which was very nice to see. Yeah. I, I like that very much. Yeah, love that scene. Oh my goodness. And then I have to say it stirred up a bit of emotion in me, but then we started seeing the scenes with Victoria. Oh, <gasps> Victoria again. It's, it really is just yeah. a whistle-stop tour of the greatest hits, which I know these clip yeah. shows are meant to be, but I think they particularly well chose the clips to demonstrate who everyone is, their interactions, how everyone, basically how the how everyone else interacts through um, Benny. And I thought that was just a really great idea. It was just really nice to know. And no um, clip show of the first two series would be complete without Victoria, of course. And as they're going through these moments... Literally, uh, Ray takes him to these places. So you see him standing outside the restaurant, and then it flashes back. And I just love that attention to detail. It's not like them sat in an office talking about it. They're going to the places. And it does, again, it just all seems very purposeful to the fact that this is the last episode with Ray in it. And like, I think these two episodes 
yeah, they must have known the last episode was the last full episode, and this is the last time at all he's in there. So the fact that they got to, I could imagine it being very emotional for them to revisit all the places they've gone throughout the last two series. Uh, Willow really doesn't want us to be on camera. <laughs> Jeez, um, she's like they've had enough of looking at you. <laughs> they just want to hear you know. Uh, anyway, so um, so yeah, there's that. Yeah, I don't know. I was quite surprised that even though it was just a little clips of everything, it did make me feel a little bit emotional. Yeah, it, it, I don't it know if really... that was just me being a bit silly, but well, just... no, no. I think if you know these episodes, seeing those key moments in them, just mm. it does have that effect on you. I mean, there was a great scene where. Benny's in his flat after a night of passion with Victoria. Yes. And uh, Ray comes up and it's him discovering he's got a girl there and how happy he is for his friend. And what then high five him, really, didn't he? He did. But it also <laughs> made me think of the later moment where uh, Ray felt so let down because he's so excited for him. And then for the first time in their friendship, Benny lets him down when he most, yeah. you know, not when he most needs him, maybe he wants him for a pool game and a deli yeah. of sandwiches. But it just feels like. The roles are flipped where, like, I'm not saying Ray's always a bad friend, but let's just say Benny is the friend who, you know, um, he's bows the over backwards yeah. to help him. Yeah. And, you know, in the moment when Ray's most happy for him, Benny lets him down the most. And that's just so poignant in this episode. And he even says it's like, uh, uh, are, are you safe in there or something? Because, yeah, it's like, and he thinks, like, yeah, for now, until, until that woman. Oh, oh. that woman. <laughs> And you get that the iconic scene again. Like there's a lot of iconic scenes to do with trains in this show. <laughs> like and bonds, we also find trains, in a, bombs, in a flashback bombs. thing, there's yeah. another bond moment as in bonds, bonds as in money. Bonds. Yeah. Um but yeah, but so, so yeah, you got like that train moment where Victoria's running uh we're on the train and uh, And he gets shot. Yeah, after running after her. It's it's lovely. It's really lovely. Yeah. Uh but after this he's, his memory starts coming back, doesn't it? And he's He's remembering the um, number plate. Yes. And he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, you remember that time when I when we were hanging off the back of a car? He goes, no, no I wasn't there. He goes, you remember? And I was trying to get that license plate. What, what was the bloody license plate? It was the whole and point of this. RCW139, the the number which, uh, or the le- se- sequence of letters and numbers which appears throughout G-South. And um, again, it seems very poignant to have it right at the end of this episode. Which yeah. is the last one with David Marciano. Yeah. And yeah, so once they. Do, realize... do we miss the Diefenbaker moment? Because there's a moment when he meets with Diefenbaker. And Diefenbaker look like, oh, come on, Dad, it's me. Yeah. Oh, that must. I think that must. That sort around... of break my heart. It sort of reminds me of. There oh, was... yeah, because he's like, I have a wolf. Because <laughs> there was this. I used to be really into Garfield when I was a kid. He, uh, Garfield was created the same year as, as I was created, as I was born. In '78, and um, there was a comic. There was a series where Garfield lost his memory, and John gives him Pookie, his little teddy bear, and he goes, "What's that?" And then he walks off, and then you see John and Pookie with a little tear in their eyes, <laughs> and it sort of felt like that's like you don't remember Stephen Baker. I mean, Stephen Baker was like, "Oh, for Christ's sake, get your bloody mind back in the game." Stephen Baker didn't seem bothered, but it kind of saddened me that yeah. he didn't remember Stephen Baker. For some reason, that. Know, but... Oh yeah, humans you don't remember. That's fine, but Stephen Baker. Yeah, so I think we've got to miss that part. That must have been before the Victoria thing. I'm thinking mm. it was probably maybe before. I don't know if it was before or after the reading about the reading the diary. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, so Dief yeah. comes in through the window, doesn't he? And he's like, <gasps> a wolf. <laughs> A wolf. Yeah. A wolf. A wolf is a, 
No, that's no. grief. No, don't put a wolf on fire. Goodness. No, don't. No, no. Never set fire to a wolf. No, no, that's that's all exactly. <laughs> Willow says never, never set, fire set fire to, fire a, wolf. to a wolf. Good public um, service announcement we're doing here. You're learning more. Yeah. So once they've got the um, license plate, they track down the the guy um, who runs the jewelry store, yeah. and they they burst in. He's all yeah, tied. Up. They were putting in a sauna before, which was rather nice. <laughs> so oh. weird. So he's still tied up to a chair. He's still got all these women around him, <laughs> and um, his wife is pointing a gun at him, trying to get some. I think was it the last of the numbers or something to get hold of his money. I can't remember now. Some such um, thing they need. Yeah. And then Benny and um, Ray kind of burst in. He's remembered by this point all of his memories back. Yes. All just yeah, bam, magically remembering back. that. Like, that's the only thing I felt was missing in this episode is that when he remember license plates, suddenly when he comes in, he's got his whole memory yeah, back. They don't everything. have a moment where they, like, there's usually in things like this, they have a montage of very quick firing memories to show all the memories have come back. Yeah. And something like that I felt was missing because it was like, oh, so I guess he's got his memory back. It wasn't really telegraphed. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying we can work it out, but it just seemed it odd just that, that we didn't see that moment of him just getting all his memories back. Yeah, and uh, they try and um, pass it off like they're yeah, and it, the, the guns a bit of a game with him. And... Guns when you press it, it comes up the bay yeah. flag, which is nice. It was a nice touch, um... and then you got the guy in the chair going, "Oh, for Christ's sake!" I got <laughs> tricked by a bang gun. But I liked that, um, obviously all the police come in to like arrest him. They're not buying. You know the women's story, and I just love the fact that like, Ray like then holds up the gun and he's pointing it at the women. Yeah, it's the one that says "bang." Yeah, yeah. Like real gun. Like Penny's just steps on the shoulder and goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a real gun." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice little moment. Um, again, very juice out to not miss a beat. Like, there's not a moment where they don't. Like, I think that's what's so wonderful about the show. It's so not only funny and heartfelt, but it's so dense with moments. There's not an opportunity there's so rarely an opportunity they miss mm. you know again like the worst i can say about this is even for a clip show which again which they usually seem so forced as sarah was saying or, or lazy yeah but this seems like such a natural episode the only flaw i can pick really is the fact that they don't have that moment as memories flowing back i think that would have been a nice little addition but really it's, it's pretty damn tight the it way was, they put in I just quite enjoyed seeing all these old clips it was they were all so good and when you're like just seeing them again it's just like oh i remember that oh, i remember that episode oh that episode was so good i love that bit it was i mean i can yeah, imagine they do actually so take good. so many or did take so many passes to fit all these special moments in the script yeah yeah uh we got anything else on this uh, the only thing to say about the oh there was two things oh, yes. to say about this actually so at the end yeah. of it there were outtakes They've never done that before. They were showing all these like outtakes like during the credits, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, and, and it was really seeing, watching them just like being silly and having fun on set was so nice. Yeah, which again, like at the time, I don't think we knew as the audience that um, David Marciano was leaving. Mm. I think he and the crew did. So, uh, I mean, especially watching it back now, again, it, everything seems like it's such a love letter and a goodbye to this lineup of Due South. And maybe even, I th I think they probably didn't know they were getting picked up at this stage because there was a lot of conversations. Because originally yeah. it was made in association with BBC in the end. And that's why we got it. Um, I think some episodes we got first, actually, during that run. And it came out on a Saturday for a while. Unfortunately, when they moved it to Saturday at uh, half past five or whatever it was, it was before the National Lottery, I seem to remember. And... It didn't do as well in the ratings when they moved it to that prime time slot, unfortunately. So the later episodes I remember got shown during the summer holidays 
in the morning on BBC Two. They went from primetime slot. They didn't just cha change it back to its old slot, which did very nicely, and thank you very much. It put it in the worst slot and just threw the episodes out. So it was like one a day they were showing at one stage. Um, so, yeah, for, and crazily, for, for whatever reason, it got... <laughs> yes, I know. She agrees. Crazily, <laughs> it got marked as one series over here and two series over there, which God knows why they made that decision. But... Um, Anyway, yeah, my point was it just seems like such a love letter to this lineup, and they kind of known at the time they were coming back. It felt like this is the end, didn't it? Like, yeah, what, I, I think it was and... like, look, we're going to try and get some more series. We're going to try and get a replacement lineup. Uh, actually, a good time to talk about the fact that Tony Craig, when, when uh, I interviewed him, said that they uh, did say at one stage about putting him in, partnering him with um, with uh, with Benton, which I think would be really good. But uh, it was actually Canada because uh, Canadian TV was originally going to be going in as a partner. I forget. I think actually Ca Canadian TV might have been up for that. But then when the BBC got involved, they said, uh, no, no, we don't want that. What's wrong uh, with you, BBC? I, I, I mean, it unfortunately, does seem a little race related. I think. I mean, it's so sad. During the 90s, you'd think we'd be ready, and a lot of shows were, for having a uh, black co-lead to a show yeah uh for whatever reason they wanted another um white ray basically uh and that's the way it went um it kind of saddens me that bbc it sounds like were key to that decision but uh but there we go such a shame for him because i think he would have done a great job i think he would have done a really great job i think it would be an interesting nothing against of course the amazing Callum keith renee uh yeah, and and the I amazing job he did yeah i think we're really going to enjoy watching his episodes as yeah well. i mean for you know i think he got a lot of flack for not being David Marciano, essentially. That was it. Yeah. Not that he wasn't great, again, which I think he was. I think he brought some great humour to it. And it was almost like where you feel like um, David Marciano and that Ray was very streetwise. It's almost like you felt like Kowalski, Stanley Kowalski. And I, I know I'm going a bit off topic, but you feel like he almost uh, was someone who had been underrated. He'd been thought of as being a bit mm. stupid and maybe he'd taken on part of that and Benny got him to believe in himself it was a very different relationship because I feel like with the original Ray he was already self-confident and they were giving something to each other yeah. as I'm sure you know as they did with this second relationship but it more felt like you know uh, almost like uh, he was mentoring uh, Stanley Ray um, a bit more and kind of making him more confident in himself. Yeah and I think if he try to just be Ray when he came into it, I think he would have, you know, taken them um, flack for that as well, actually. So yeah. I think it's probably one of those situations where it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to um Well exactly. I, I don't think any of the criticism really was anything which was his fault. He was just he he did something different which you needed to do. You couldn't yeah. have done another Ray Vecchio. You had to be something different. Um I, I thought he was wonderful. But anyway um, yeah, so I, I I think this was a wonderful series to close. Uh, it was wonderful to us to sort of like close this chapter of Due South by Southeast. Ready for Squee Fest? Again, that is on the 10th and 11th of September, 2pm to 2pm. Me going for 24 hours, different podcasts such as Due South by Southeast, different guests such as Ian McNeese um, joining me. And it's going to be a wonderful time. Um, so please do join us. Raising money for shelter it can be more important. And again, I'm just going to put up the banner for anyone who's just joined us. You can donate right now or wait till on the day. 
but you can donate now and not worry on justgiving.com slash shelter squeeze. You can put the fundraising bit in the middle, but you don't need it. And please do uh, give whatever you can afford. As I said earlier, if you can't afford, though, please just enjoy the day and have a good time because, you know, a lot of people are in hard straits right now. Yeah. Uh, but Michelle, so uh, is that all our notes? On that Flashback? is all our notes. And do you know what? I haven't even thought about all of our other little bits that we do. At yeah, the end of episode. I know. That's why I'm going to play yeah, this very this quickly. Is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So uh, we're ready for this little sting again. Can you give me the information I seek? And tell me what the best moments of the week are. Can I just say I don't know? Well, uh, no. <laughs> okay. So, okay, I'll ease you in. This is an easy one. What's your favourite Defen Baker moment of the week? Out all the ones he appeared in from new footage. What was your favourite one? Out of the myriad times he popped up in this episode on that one occasion. Yeah, no, it's the <laughs> time. He jumps in from the window and he's like, hey, you're home. Yeah, and he goes, That's like, it. I don't remember you. Huh? Fine. Screw you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, really, well, yeah, I... Again, it was really nice. I've got to hand them to it. I did like the fact that it's not the obvious reaction. It wasn't like, you know, him looking up Sarah and thing, which is the obvious thing. He was like, like, oh, for Christ, oh, this shit again. He'll get this sorted out in the next hour. It'll be Come fine. back to me when you remember yeah, me, Dad. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's almost like, here's the audience. He knows it's going to get sorted by the end of the episode. He knows. Oh. Um, so the most American of the week. I've got a good one for this one. Why haven't I thought about any of this before? I know. This oh, is why goodness. I greatly is... enjoyed. I actually did. I was nice because I thought, or wouldn't it be funny if I thought of this and didn't remind Michelle? But I did remind you, and you still forgot. Yeah, I still didn't do so it. So I was actually um, nice on this American, American, So I'm American, sometimes American. nice to Michelle. American. Um, do you want me to give mine? Yeah, you, you, you. yeah go for yours first, because I think I feel like I helped you out on the last one. Well, no, I had already thought of it. I just couldn't remember until you said it. Um, I went for the doctor at the beginning who had some out. Yeah, okay. Helpful American uh, GP. Um, although, kind of tempting to use him for Canadian because he didn't give him a bill straight away. Hey! It's <laughs> <laughs> like, before we treat you, what's your insurance number? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Michelle, the most Canadian of the... Oh, are you going to... No, I what, still no, which got one an American, have I? Most American? I? Most American... I think so we've got the uh the, the wives and the um the wife and the mistresses. The wife and the mistresses. The guy. Or... I mean, you know, you could suggest that there is... That ilk of sleazy guy in America, like as there are in every country, just that's an American one. Um, well, I was gonna go for strong, the... empowered women who are taking revenge. I don't know, like, there's all this in there. I'm just saying. Well, I was thinking of going for the um, the jewelry shop owner guy that was um, kidnapped, yeah, that's uh, just a slight sleazy guy, yeah. Well, yeah, you mean called him sleazy. I was just thinking, you know, American. Entrepreneur. He was four timing these women. You wouldn't. Call he them was. Sleazy. He was. But you know, like in America, they've really got this um, kind of like American dream, just getting out there and doing well in life and getting, you know, business wise. I'm not talking about all the cheating and everything he was doing, okay, but you okay. know, he went out there and, oh, and got himself entrepreneurial spirit. Entrepreneurial. I can't say entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial. I may have just made up a word there. <laughs> He's got that spirit. He's an entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial. <laughs> yeah, we oh, like him for that. Yeah. American guy, so he's my American yeah. of the week and Canadian of the week. The lovely doctor. <laughs> so you're going to go for the <laughs> I'm doctor. Going, I'm going for Is it because he didn't present a bill? He I didn't wonder. Present a bill. <laughs> I'm going to go 
I now correct me if anyone knows better, but I do not believe I've done this before. Stephen Maker, <gasps> I was the most Canadian of the week because he was the uh, he was the one who just uh, just knew that he'd get it sorted. In the yeah, end. I don't think we've thought and about before. Yeah. Have we? When we struggle with Canadian. Canadians, none of us have said Stephen Baker. So I'm going to use Stephen Baker. We've never used him. I mm. think he was um, okay. Okay, yeah, he didn't probably solve anything, but he, he but he was very uh, nice about it and just knew that his dad would sort out. But he wasn't like, I'm going to come along with you on this journey until you remember me, was he? He was just like, yeah, just get back to me when you remember. I'm going to stay here in the apartment. He still is actually Canadian, so foolproof. I can't argue. <laughs> Which makes a fucking change. Anyway, <laughs> so um, have we got anything else to cover? No, I've got nothing else to say now. So uh, one hour for you, actually not bad for a, a two-episoder. And given, I, I, I kind of did have a feeling it might take us less time to go th through the flashback one. Yeah. Although there is still, you know, again, I've got to hand it to them for a flashback episode. There was so much to talk about, yeah. which I really love. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the end of our, our main journey, shall we say, with the first Ray Vecchio. The big bumper. Come on, come on, come on. All right. So, uh, fare ye well on your journey, uh, Ray. We will see you in two cameos in the next couple of series. Uh, but that's it for now for Yay. Due South by Southeast. Again, please do remember Screefest. We're going to be uh, posting stuff in the Due South groups of any Due South activity throughout the event. Uh, it's going to be a good time. We're going to raise lots of money, hopefully, for charity and an amazing cause, which couldn't be more important at the moment. That's shelter. So um, we will hopefully fit in, as I say, in the next two weeks, these are going to come out in audio. If you listen to this right now in audio, this has come out, obviously. And hopefully we're going to fit in doing another a, a project of Due South people. So we've done um, uh, Men With Brooms before. Yeah. But we haven't done Love any that. of the other films. So I might actually start a poll or if you've got any suggestions of films you think we should cover. Passchendaele is the first one which brings to my mind. Oh, no, sorry. When we did say maybe about doing the hockey Oh, the hockey. One. Yeah, we were talking the about the hockey. The hockey one would be great. Um, so actually, yeah, I might not do a poll. I might just do hockey because I really did enjoy that documentary. Okay. The five episodes I've watched so far. Um, yeah, so that's it. So I've been Detective Squee. You can have all the dogs barking. And with me, as always, has been Auntie Michelle. And say, Auntie Michelle and Willow, if they had a compass and uh, they were going to keep it pointed in a certain direction till next week, which direction, pray tell, would you have them point that uh, compass in? Due south by, by southeast. South what this shit is <laughs> okay <laughs>